Welcome to the Texties, the only award show brought to you by Contextual Deviates, because it's the only time we've ever done this, so this is the one. Congratulations, you found it. It sure is the only award show done by us. You yeah. certainly aren't going to find another show by Contextual Deviants called the Texties. This is, the, this is it, and what a, what a time it is. Folks, we are looking back at the year 2019, uh, and uh, as always, I am your host, Christian Hagen. And I am joined, as always, by my dear friends and co-hosts, Misters Matthew Bond. Hello. And David Gucci. I want cat's fan art of myself. Uh, so what would that be? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I don't know. we just canceled David. David like yourself David as a canceled. cat's character? Yeah, I think so. He's canceled? How do you turn off the mic? Oh, yeah, you just, you just <laughs> unplug it there. Oh, no. I already did it. <laughs> hey, guys. As I, as I was saying it, I already turned off my mic. Okay. So Cancel culture isn't a thing, you guys. <laughs> it's not. It's not. Um, we are here to celebrate the movies of 2019. We sure are. I, uh, I know we've all seen different amounts of movies this year i know uh i i have personally seen more new movies in 2019 than i think i probably ever have before i think i saw 44 nice. new movies that's so many yeah it's uh wow. pretty that's like almost one a week yeah it's pretty good it's pretty crazy um and so uh but i mean we we wanted to do sort of a, an awards wrap-up kind of thing like other things do but our show is about putting things in perspective and bringing uh bringing sort of our point of view to things without necessarily ascribing hierarchies you know we're not saying we're not going to be out here ranking all of the movies <laughs> of the year even so though here's we, what we thought was the best yep yeah uh but we <laughs> just wanted to talk about we just wanted to talk about good things from the year and a few bad things but um also just to you know to 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 just summarize the fun that was the year in film 2019. <laughs> Ooh, I liked that. I know. Yeah, I got tingly. I liked it too. I felt real jazzy. Uh, before we get started, you guys have any overall thoughts about the movies of 2019? Oh. Not Ooh. anything else oh. about the year 2019. <laughs> I do not want us to do that if we can avoid it for the time being. Uh, the movies, the movies were, were the good. Movies. The movies were good. There was a lot of touch and go moments, especially the summer was pretty rough. Yeah. Um, but yeah, overall, I thought it was a really good year. Uh, it, you just had to look for them, I think, a little bit more. Mm-hmm. It seems like it's been a long year of movies. Yeah. And the the reason, the what I mean by that is, Endgame came out this year. Captain yeah. Marvel came out this Captain year. Marvel, Captain Marvel. Captain like, Marvel did come out this year. Yeah. And that feels like three years ago. It does. Ago. Yeah. Oh Maybe it's because of how monumental the Marvel Universe felt once Endgame happened. That I was like, oh, that that like happened a long time ago or something. It was this summer, like 
What? Wait, Captain yeah. Marvel came out this year? Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm honestly, yeah, like, I'm honestly like, that blow you away? I don't like, think it's actually gonna on fact my check list. that right now. I don't think it's on my list of movies I saw this year because I didn't remember it. <laughs> yeah, Captain America, Us. Yeah. Like, it us just really, early. like, a lot happened this year that for some reason feels like a long time ago. And I don't know why. But a lot of other people have agreed that, like, that seems true yeah. for some reason. I think we so, do know, know why, but we just agreed not to talk about it. Mm, God, yep, did we I sure did. Us too. <laughs> Could yeah. be anything. Yeah. yeah. What this the year fuck is going baby. on with me, man? 2019 is a stretchy one. We could almost do like tw- like 2019 so should be like the split finale of a movie series where like the first half <laughs> yeah. is one yes. movie and the second half we, is the much better second. Peter movie. Jackson, God, the, so. the end of this movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It. Peter okay. Jackson, 2019. Please do. I mean, I don't necessarily want to extend 2019 any <laughs> well, further. It's, it's over. We, it's already movie, done. We just, so. We're just dividing it up. Uh, yeah. Oh, I got you. We're just redoing it, but yeah. in longer. So when he like, said, God, I hope so. I'm like, it already happened. So that's fair. <laughs> yeah. I have good <laughs> news for you. Yeah. It ended. Hey, we did yeah. it. Guys, we made it. 2020. We made it in 2020. You guys, we survived. Yeah. Uh, the Mayan apocalypse didn't happen eight years ago. <laughs> not this time. Not, <laughs> not this time, Mayans. You get back in your fucking get behind me, Mayans. Uh, pyramids. Did they make pyramids? Yeah, that was they the made this. Not they? on Mayan watch. Yeah. Ooh. Hashtag Mayan watch twenty twenty. <laughs> All Hashtag right, guys. Watch 2012. We're gonna do this in a very special, in the only way that we at Contextual Deviants do anything. It seems like randomly. Uh, only we know how. We yeah. Uh, as we normally do randomly generated critical context through which to talk about movies, we have decided to come up with a randomly generated list of categories of awards that we would like to give out slash talk about. We're not actually giving anyone anything. But uh, <laughs> we, uh, we're going to put some time on the clock to try and keep things moving along. But I think I am ready to get into the first award and find out what it's going to be yes Yes. you guys ready for this things we liked from movies we didn't okay all right we'll get the negativity out of the way first things we liked from movies we didn't positive negativity positive (laughs) negativity uh i'll start with one Mm -hmm. uh the probably the biggest one of the year joaquin phoenix and joker yep absolutely his performance is undeniably very impressive Mm -hmm. he is putting a lot into that movie Mm -hmm. um putting a lot in there i mean yeah it seems like even from the reviews that i've seen i have not seen joker that people agree like he did a good job yeah Yeah, I don't think there's like any way you can you can talk about that movie in a positive or negative context and not point out that Joaquin Phoenix is doing an amazing job. Yeah, ah. yeah, cool, absolutely. Huh. Uh, let's see what 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 else we got. What else we got? I have one that's like not very heavy but incredibly true. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the set design in Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Wow. It's yeah. colorful. Oh man, every set in that movie was so expensive yeah. <laughs> and, and really well lit. And a lot of it was like experimentally lit. There yeah. were a lot of moments when I was watching that movie that I was like, this is a pleasure to view. Like yeah. I'm just had my eyes love this right now. The only one that seems like they just like farted out was the big climactic like location and Exegol. Yeah. It was kind of weird. Ever. Like that was the one where I was like, this looks cheap as hell. Yeah. <laughs> it looks super lazy, but yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah, it was like, weirdly a lot of thought into like blurry. <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. weird and blurry. It seems like they just filmed it behind the other sets. That they had. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they did. Like, and the black that space was pretty them. cool though. Yeah. And like the arm that like carried the, the emperor around was like pretty neat. That was a fun thing. Yeah, people were, people yeah. were very into that robot. Yeah. Robot there wasn't arm. enough of that yeah. arm. So, so specifically my take is going to be that robot arm that carried around 
fucking grandpa. <laughs> fucking grandpa. Because that's what I'm calling him now. Because I mean, he did technically fuck. he did fuck and yeah. he, he must is a grandpa. Have fucked. Bad and grandpa. As we've discussed, the timeline of him being her grandpa <laughs> makes no goddamn sense. But let's not get into but that. But that's not a thing we liked that's about not a movie positive we thing. No, yeah. I love that robot arm and you know, just to sneak it in, Babu Frick. Babu Frick. Yes, Babu Frick is Babu Frick. Babu Frick. Babu Frick might be the MVP of 2019. He might. Besides, <laughs> besides one person, we're going to be discussing a lot. <gasps> Absolutely. How about you, Matthew? Yeah. Um, I have a few. Yeah. Um. So Ben Affleck scene in Jan Sam Bob reboot. Um. Yeah. Oh. Overall, like I didn't. It's not that I didn't uh like the movie, although I kind of didn't like it. <laughs> I, I got a lot of joy out of it. It's yeah. it's a Kevin Smith movie, and you can tell that just like. It's him putting his heart into it, which was great. It's just not something I put on the caliber of like pretty much anything it, else. It on really this only list. functions <laughs> as like fan service and yeah. sort of self congratulation. But the moment there are moments in it that are really, really, yeah, really yeah. good. It's mm-hmm. like a oh my god, I'm so glad I didn't die. And other people from his life and past going like oh my god, I'm glad you didn't die. Yeah. Um, but huh. his uh, his scene that he has with Ben Affleck is basically like a eight minute sequel to Chasing Amy. Um, <laughs> But the okay. monologue that he delivers is just like so. It's the heart of the movie. Like it mm-hmm. basically tells the point mm. of the movie, and huh. it's. I recommend it. I'm not really going to say much about it because I, I want to force people to see this movie oh, if, sure. they're, if yeah. they're actually curious. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Huh. Um, do you have another? Yeah, I do. Uh, I have another performance one, mm-hmm. uh, and that's Brad Pitt and Ad Astra. Uh, I have a lot of problems with that movie. So many, <laughs> so many problems with that movie. Um, but but Brad Pitt clearly is. Again, much like Joaquin Phoenix, it seems like a movie where he really wants to make it work. Yeah. He wants so badly mm. to make it work, and he's doing everything he can. He's doing more work than I've seen ben, uh, Brad Pitt do in a long time. Yeah, uh, I've never seen a director act so actively against their performers oh than at Astra. Because like, Brad Pitt really wants it to work, and the director's like, no, but the audience is too dumb. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and when him and Tommy Lee Jones have like dialogue Too together yeah. before they before when they first have dialogue together, it's very good. Mm-hmm. That scene is good. There That's you go. There scene. you go. Yeah, and then it devolves into the rest of the movie, and then it just gets very, <laughs> very. Hmm. But that scene. But that good. scene. Very, so that scene. <laughs> that scene, and then Brad Pitt's performance overall okay. in the movie is very huh. good. Yeah. Cool. I didn't really have much more. Okay, I okay. really loved the rest of the movie. So I could just say a lot about Rise of Skywalker, but like that's not super interesting. So I'll let you do some and then I can keep. You know. I mean, okay. How many other podcants have launched entire episodes just on the Rise of Skywalker? That's a fair, fair point. Fair point. Um, all right. Well, I have a quick one and then just <gasps> one more. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Bill Hader in It Chapter 2. Ooh. Uh, okay. He is fantastic in that movie. Okay. Uh, that movie does things, though, that exist only for shock value and they don't earn those moments mm-hmm. including one that is uh, a very um very intense hate crime that happens Ooh. at the very beginning of the movie Ooh. and it never is it's never paid off in any way where it's like this is why we did that except for to shock you and for certain disgusting people in the audience they probably liked that scene um because it's just like a bully time bully uh, time but yeah, it's just like it's just it's just bullies being bullies, and so if you're a bully, you probably really like that scene because there's no com- there's like no real consequence to those people being awful. Oh. Uh, so if you already let's say hate gay people, you're gonna love that mm. scene, and it's oh, terrible. Weird. Um, and yeah, Bill Hader's character like has a lot of like 
there's a lot of undertones about his character possibly being homosexual. Oh, okay. That don't really get paid off enough. Ah, uh, that's too bad. Um, but, but he was he's, good. He's very good in it. Huh. He's very funny. Uh, everything about his performance is excellent. Uh, he is very funny. Like, yeah, just in general. Just Bill in general, but also in this movie. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> that isn't. <laughs> All right. Final Did one? you have final one? one? I, I do have one more that is. <gasps> when do when you okay. do your last yeah. one? All right. Uh, so this one is one that I haven't heard talked about a- anywhere, <laughs> but because it, it's it's something that I picked up on that might not be actually what the subtext is supposed to be, but <laughs> to me, like it 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 made me enjoy the movie a lot more. Uh, but in Glass, <laughs> uh, there's like kind of an indictment of like the. Uh, nitpicky slash realism culture in film um, where there's a scene where Sarah Paulson is going through each character that has all these fantastical things about them and just like explains away each single one of them and takes away all the magic and the strength and the power of all those characters Um, and I was like that is a great indictment on how we (laughs) take the magic out of film by talking about way too much about well this makes sense well that doesn't track and just and not enjoying what the artist wanted us to see Oh, that's um, kind of cool. I, I love yeah. that interpretation. That's yeah, awesome. I thought that was I thought that was a great thing about it. The movie's a fucking mess. Yeah. <laughs> it pretty much only functions on a metatextual level. Yeah, if it, you yeah. watch it as a movie, <laughs> yeah, it, it's a it's a it slog. As, if you watch it as a movie, it drowns in a shallow puddle. <laughs> oh no! Oh god, <laughs> it's, it's so in insane. <laughs> the ending of that movie is so fucking wild, ridiculous. <laughs> oh man. Anyway, that's all I had to say. All right. Well, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's those are some ding, things we liked in ding. movies we didn't. Uh, all right, let's move on to another awards category. <laughs> yeah, ooh, Mike. New faces. New faces. Uh oh. Who are some folks we saw for the first time this year? And what? Florence, Florence Pugh. Next context. So Florence Pugh has been a thing. Florence Florence Pugh has been in other things, but for some reason, mm. I one never for saw, each pew. One for each pew. I never saw any of it until this year and she was in midsummer she was yeah. in little women mm-hmm. she we've started watching the little drummer girl which yep. is a series she a mini series she did on still the have not seen channel. fighting with my family which i hear she's great in oh, same yeah. um but yeah. um yeah she's she's fucking fantastic yeah and i am so excited to see what she does next like date zach braff uh, well <laughs> other than that <laughs> that's sorry that's but more on zach braff that's it not is on yeah, her. Zach braff. Yeah. that is 100 true fuck so, yeah, i love every choice she's made this year except for one yeah yeah because <laughs> just like what a what a he's he's being creepy yeah yeah anyway, anyway she's not yeah she's not she just, she's great every minute that she was on the screen in midsummer and little women i was like this rules yeah even when Absolutely. it, even as I discussed pre-show in Little Women, where she tried to act much younger than she was, and it was very obvious that it, <laughs> she was not, you know, eight. It, it still worked. It's still yeah, but she did it so like it was so nice, so without fear yeah. of like being ridiculous. Like Christian, yeah. you brought this up yeah. after we saw it, but like she is not scared of looking ridiculous. Yeah, and so, just goes yeah. for silly and all these other yeah. things that a lot of performers would so earnest. be real stiff or it just wouldn't mm. work. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Just okay, we're definitely gonna be talking about Florence Pugh. Lot yeah. Yeah. So yeah. let's move yeah, on yeah, to some fair, other fair, folks fair, who fair. maybe haven't uh, haven't mm-hmm. gotten our shout outs yet. Yeah, right. tell me. Pew, cl- comma, Florence. Pew, comma, Florence. Um, <laughs> she was great in Midsummer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, uh, Samara Weaving. 
and yes. Ready or Not. Who is, oh, okay. Hugo yeah, yeah, yeah. Weaving's daughter. She's <gasps> the lead. Not daughter. Uh, niece, I believe. Niece. Yeah. Never mind. Mm. The lead in Ready or Not, she's also going to be in Bill and Ted's, uh, the new Bill, Bill and Ted, Ted movie. Bill and Ted music. Yep. Yeah, which is very Face exciting. Yep, she's going to be Bill's daughter, uh, Theodora. <laughs> yeah. She's charming as fuck yeah. in mm. Ready or Not. She is so much fun. And she's also like, very intense when she needs to be and she pulls it off so well like she's such a believable character in a very unbelievable situation it just grounds the whole movie she's she's great huh. yeah i was super oh. excited to to see her for the first time Fantastic. david you got any well, what's the character or what's the person's name that's opposite baba oh. frick uh, oh yeah, Bobby Frick, best yeah, newcomer. Frick, he's best a newcomer. Yeah, he is. He's a new face. Yeah, he's, he's a new face. face. How old is he? Never mind. Uh, what is? I'm sure. Uh, never mind. Gonna, How old is he? <laughs> I'm gonna look it up. Cut this out. Okay. Mm-mm-mm. If you're checking to see if he's legal, I'm pretty sure he is. If Babu Frick is, can he fuck? Can, can, can I rule 34? Frick? Can Babu I fuck? Can Babu I get Frick? fricked by Babu? <laughs> <laughs> what oh, a Babu? horrible guy. Not like Oh Babu, he fricks. <laughs> Frickin' that Babu. <laughs> Frickin' that Babu. Let's see here. Show me. Show me. Show me. Teach me. Uh I feel like this might have I, I don't know if this counts as a newcomer. But like both like did you say Caitlin Deaver? Not yet. Not yet. Caitlin Deaver, there you go, mm-hmm. from Booksmart, <laughs> yeah. and and sort of Beanie, Beanie as well. Beanie Feldstein, like, I had for me, her in a lead role. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I, th- I feel like it, she did kind of arrive a little bit more. She was amazing in Lady Bird, but that yeah, was yeah. really the only experience that I had had watching her. She was also she in was Neighbors a... Two. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. She's great. She had the very funny. Okay. Very so funny she was like side good. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but this was her first like. You're main one of the main good. characters, and you're very good. <laughs> yep. So, so yeah, she kind of counts as a newcomer, but both of them, opposite each other, and in general, were amazing in Booksmart. Yeah. And I felt I was like, yes, please, more so things good. for you. So oh, good, man. More things I, for you in I your life. I can't believe I'd never seen Caitlin Deaver before this, but I am yeah. so glad that I know she exists. Yeah. She's so fucking good in Booksmart. Oh. Yeah. It, she is fantastic. If anybody doesn't want to watch all of Justified, uh, just watch season two. That's the season <laughs> that she's on. Oh, cool. Okay. Uh, back in 2011, she was. Amazing, yeah, and wow. then she got, uh, let's say, stuck on a Tim Allen sitcom that she's still oh, on. Somehow. Right, oh, no. I forgot. Oh, oh I keep weird. Forgetting about yeah. That. what? Yeah. Oh, that's so. She's not really a newcomer. No, she's been around for a but, while. Like she's no. she's a, she's but a known she's a no quantity, but like yeah. sort of like movies, her big movie role. This is like her first okay. like big okay. movie. Cool. Yeah. So she still cool. counts. Yeah. Yeah. Counts. I, I think she's and she bursts onto the scene with great bravado. <laughs> As yep. they say, as they all say, <laughs> we've we've been hearing that for years. <laughs> uh, I've got a couple here. Uh, I'm gonna Love. specifically highlight. I mean, t- part of this is a bit of ignorance on on my part of uh, the faces of South Korean cinema, but mm, yeah. uh, the but cast of us. Parasite yes. uh, uh, is mm. universal. I'd specifically like to shout out the brother and sister, uh, Choi Woo Sheik, who played the brother, and Park So Dam, who played the sister in, in that. And they yeah. are so, Man. so much fun. Yeah. Uh, the heart and soul of the movie. Also, the the woman who plays the mother. Uh, not, I'm sorry, not the, okay. The woman who plays the, <laughs> the, house, of, the, the housewife of the character. Of the well-to-do family. Yes, yeah. The, yeah. the rich, the rich yeah. mom. She is so mm. fucking funny. <laughs> yeah. She is, oh, she's yeah, she's great. She she really she really makes every scene she's in uh, count. She's she's a lot of fun to watch. 
Uh, it's a great. I mean, the whole cast is great, but yeah. and the fact that you know this is the first time I'm really seeing a lot of them, I'm hoping that this means we'll be getting more um, more penetration of Korean cinema in uh, American theaters because Parasite did it did really did well. well. It's really yeah. well, yeah. yeah. It's still going in in some theaters. It's still over at the Lagoon right now, actually. Oh, and but I, um, I hope Bong Joon Ho's uh, acceptance uh, speech highlight uh, makes an impact. Yes. The uh once you get over the uh what did he call it? The the one inch high barrier of yeah. of subtitles. Of subtitles, yep. yeah. Yep. Like that be, was really good. Yeah. It was really good. Yowza. Yowza. Uh Bon, you got any other new faces you'd like to hi- highlight? Uh no, we ended up covering the other ones I had. Uh okay. Hmm, uh nice. how about uh real quick, I'd like to throw out uh Roman Griffin Davis and Thomas and McKenzie from Jojo Rabbit. Yes. Uh very fun. I'm normally very skeptical of child actors oh, for good reason. Yeah, for good reason. Like, for good they're reason. usually bad. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but both of them really, really delightful. And who played the the friend? Oh God, the best friend. The God, let me let me look a, up his he name. He was a little scene stealer. He's so fucking he's so good. good. <laughs> he was a little scene Seriously stealer. though, no, he's he's so fucking funny. Uh, Archie Yates. Yeah, he was so good. God, so good. I want that kid. To be in so many more things. Okay, he's so fucking. <laughs> I funny. want that kid. Yeah, I mean, like phrasing and all that. Uh, oh, also, real quick, uh, while I while I'm doing this, uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna give a shout out to Justice Smith from Detective Pikachu. Who that? Oh, he's yeah. the main main kid from Detective oh, yeah? Pikachu. You think he? I thought he had a yeah. lot of hard hard stuff to make D- seem normal, and he <laughs> did a good job. <laughs> Yeah, I liked him as a leading as a as a leading kid. Much like good. the news media of today, he had a oh. lot of hard stuff that he had to make seem good. <laughs> he had to normalize a lot of things very quickly, and I think he did a pretty good job. Absolutely. Sweet. Uh, otherwise, ding, ding, I don't I don't ding. think there are any uh, any other big new faces I'd like to highlight. We good? Yeah. Ding ding ding. All right, all right, guys. Let's okay. move on to the next. Sound soundtracks and scores. Soundtracks and scores. Mm. I'm very excited about this mm. one. There were some fucking mm. great soundtracks and scores this yes. year. Yes. Who wants to start us uh, off, David? Right. David, you want to give us give us a first? I will because I remarked to you both about it last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alexander Desplat. Mm-hmm. Yes. Little Women. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I listened to it the whole way home from that movie because it got me so good. Like, and I'm sort of. He is hit or miss. I I looked up all of his movies and then I was like, wait, he has done some not good soundtracks. Yes. Like some of them have been kind of boring. But then the Grand Budapest Hotel is phenomenal. Mm -hmm. And now Little Women. And there was another one on that list. He did Interstellar, didn't he? No, that was was Hans Zimmer. It must have been. Yeah. Who? Am I? Oh shit. Okay. Keep talking. Sorry. Yeah. That's yeah, okay. <laughs> no, but but the soundtrack to this movie fit it so well. It had a lot of uh, a lot of action and a lot of counterpoint that yeah. I really really liked. There were some surprising mm-hmm. moments in that score in the film where I was like, oh wow, this isn't kind of how you know how yeah. in a movie you often don't notice the score because mm-hmm. it fits into the mm-hmm. flow of the scene so well, and then sometimes it'll like slightly rub against the yep. flow of the scene and it creates a new impression i think especially the final sequence of that movie the score mm. especially the cello like <laughs> comes really high in the mix it's it's so yep. good it's so funny that you said that because i i posted in the flop house group on facebook about how alexander desplat is hit and miss with me but i 
fucking loved his score for Little Women. Yeah, yeah, he is. Um, he's he's one or the other. Yeah, he's yeah. he's just fantastic. Yeah. So that's that soundtrack was just just objectively was some great music, but it also fit the period extremely well. So yeah. it was ten out of ten. And not what I was expecting from him at all. No, it was a very unique experience. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How about you, Matthew? Um, let me get my notes back up. Um. Bop, bop, bop. Um, the score this is going to be one that's i think pretty universal uh <laughs> but the score for us yeah yeah, yeah. Um, like oh that's an easy one but it's so true it's yeah. so good yeah it's just yeah let's just get that one right out of the way let's get it out of the way <laughs> yeah mm, it's incredible so good. incredible um, yeah uh the slowed down version of five on it is it's just like it's so, so haunting and, and it's so good yeah um, <laughs> I'm going to go with an outside the box pick. This isn't like my favorite of the year, but one mm. that I don't think anyone else is talking about mm. because it's a movie everyone forgot existed, including me mm-hmm. for a long stretch. Oh. But the kid who would be King, mm-hmm. uh, by <laughs> oh. Joe Cornish, mm-hmm. uh, who did, uh, attack the block mm-hmm. and a couple other movies that I'm forgetting right now. It's not a very good movie. <laughs> it's pretty as, as kids movies go, it's pretty kitty. Um, pretty and kid. kind of pretty kid. superfluous for a lot of it. But the score by a group I'm trying to remember the name of, but it's surprisingly, it's like a very synth heavy score. And that's been kind of my jam this year. Oh, yeah, but cool. theirs in particular is, uh, I don't know, it's it just kind of comes out of left field compared to the rest of the movie, which is very much mm. what you'd expect from like, you'd expect this movie to be made in like the nineties okay. as like a Disney yeah. or like a, like a touchdown, like, you know, kind of like one of those kid, kid movies that yeah. you'd, you'd get like Excalibur. Uh, it's yes. very similar yeah, to Excalibur okay. in the okay. sense that it's also about King Arthur. Sure. But, um, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's very fun. I'm going to pull up the name of the group here, but, uh, the, the score from the kid who would be King, that's what I'd like yeah. uh, by electric wave bureau. That's what I would like to shout out for my first choice. Uh, How about you, David? Midsummer. 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 Haunting. Haunting. Specifically, the the score during, um, and honestly, also lack thereof Mm -hmm. during a lot of the um, sunny outdoor scenes. Yeah. Like there, there's so much very, very well crafted okay here's where we bring in just a little bit of strings and then we bring them back and then someone throws themselves off a cliff <laughs> like <laughs> yep, like that whole cliff sequence. the whole yeah. cliff sequence i was just glued to the screen and i think a lot a big part of that was just how sparse that sound direction was yeah like it was mm, chef Beautiful. kiss all day long so that. and like dude that movie's music in general is just really cool yeah. but but i that those moments really stood out to me mm. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Matthew. Um I'll go with uh so I saw 1917 just last night. Mm. Oh shit. Mm. Um and the score for that it's I I debated whether or not I want to put this on here because it, it so it's Thomas Newman did the did the score um and it's very kind of samey uh to the Dunkirk score that I think Hans Zimmer did. It's um, just safe to okay. assume Hans Zimmer did every yeah it went in doubt it was always Hans Zimmer yeah. um, but it, he does that same thing where I can't remember what it's called but that like constant escalation of the music where like it loops and makes it feel like it's still it's always rising Oh, mm-hmm. um, and the tension like builds because of that and also yep. like the use of like ticks and clicks to like denote oh, like mm-hmm. 
time and everything. Yeah. Which is very Dunkirk. It's so. very Dunkirk. Yeah. Uh, so there's a lot that's like samey with that, but man, it's it's, but it's so good. effective. Sure. Uh, and especially with the paired with the cinematography of 1917, which we'll probably end up getting into. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's uh it, it's great. It really gets you emotionally in the moment. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I I would like to uh, shout out uh, Uncut Gems. Beep, 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 beep. Oh. Uh, uh, and the score by Daniel Lopatin, it is not what I was expecting. <laughs> if you haven't uh, okay. seen Good Times, because I haven't, I with uh, also by the same directors, the Safdie brothers, uh, it's the same. He also did the score for that. It's very, it's a synth score. Another mm, another synthy score. Mm. I swear not all of my pictures. <laughs> but like this one is so... As soon as we walked out of the theater, I'm like, that's going in the rotation. I'm going to listen to that thing like all the fucking time. It's, sweet. So good. Such, it's sweet. It bangs so hard. It bangs. It Just bangs. the atmosphere yes. of it is okay. fantastic. Okay, I'm into it's that. so unusual with a lot of the scenes in the movie where it's like kind of incongruous, but that kind of huh. gives it this edge where mm. it's like... I don't know. Everything just like feels that. very stressful. Like it's that. a yeah, very awesome. stressful movie. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a very good score. So I'm excited. All right. Uh, any last ones we want to shout out real quick? Just just round robin them. Uh, Once Upon a Time had a good soundtrack, but that was going to be easy. Yep. Same with Booksmart. <laughs> right. Booksmart yeah. had a really good yeah, soundtrack. Booksmart, I just, it was just so positive and nice and yeah. cool. Yep. Uh, the Farewell was uh, pretty good musically. Rocket Man, the songs, yeah. actually, oh, I thought came out yeah. really good. Really I'd, good. Like they didn't have that. Uh, they still had personality. They didn't have that like musical feel yes. to them <laughs> as much. Like there still was a bit mm. of that, but like it wasn't void of like. Yeah, personality and like character. Yeah, um, Taron Egerton fucking songs killed are. it in that. Yeah, I mean he he really nailed the sound of that uh, yeah. really well. Um, sure. Does Cats count? No, <laughs> nope. I'm gonna just real quick. <laughs> all right, my last one then is uh, "The Dead Don't Die" by Sturgill Simpson. Yes. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, that's <laughs> the the funniest. The funniest joke in the movie is that they keep pointing out that there's a song, but the, there's a song playing and it's "The Dead Don't Die" by Sturgill Simpson. And someone's like, "Oh, what's this song?" And they're like, "Oh, it's called The Dead Don't Die" by Sturgill Simpson. Look in the camera. <laughs> and at one point, they're like selling CDs, and so he's like, "Oh, what's this? That's the really Dead Don't good. Die by Sturgill Simpson." <laughs> it like comes up really so good. many it's times. Funny like every that. time. It's on, it's on like my voodoo now. It like it's actually a very. Okay. It's also a very catchy song. Yeah. Like it's it's very fun. I love that so joke. That that's cool. that's that's maybe that's a good argument for me to see that yeah. movie yeah might be the one no it's there's good a, it's, it's worth, there's a couple it's worth good seeing bits. It's, there's a couple good bits yeah, as it, long as you know that there's not much more than what you think there is and yeah. I really don't think there's much so yep. I'd probably have a good time also good. obviously there wasn't much to what I said because I just also said that I bought it so <laughs> <laughs> good point <laughs> uh, you guys want to move on to another one yeah, yeah let's do it we're doing, we're doing I feel like we're doing Real good, oh, so good. I'm proud good job, of everybody. Can I give an award to us for just doing so good? Oh, we already gave an award to us for score. Yep. Blowing our eyes, minds, best cinematography. Thank you for reading that so well. Blowing our eyes, minds, <laughs> cinematography. <laughs> thank you, folks. Blowing the minds of our eyes. Minds of our what eyes. What is some of the best cinematography we saw this year? There's, this was a good year for cinematography. I M O. Yes. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of good movies. I'm gonna start us out with a. With a banger, I'm gonna go with Midsummer. Yeah, yep. oh yeah, one of the prettiest gotta, looking movies oh. I've ever seen. Yep. Yes, every single just shot year. is just like, oh. no matter how horrifying and ugly some of the elements of the movie are, and how goddamn depressing it is, it is fucking gorgeous to look at. Yes, sumptuous, sumptuous, and like some of the after effects for a lot of the shots too, where. Um, throughout the movie if you're looking at the trees or the grass like they're all breathing 
Yes, yep. like there's yep. pulsating that's happening on yep. the screen. And it's, it's insane. Just like, it, oh it's really unsettling. And it the, is. The, the color saturation is is just out of this yeah. world. It's yeah. great. I fucking, I love the look of that movie. It's it's so rare to see like a movie that is uh, so upsetting and like horrifying just in broad daylight like you brought up. Before. Yes. Like, it's just, oh. I love anybody that can pull that off. It gives it a totally different element of, yeah. of horror that, that we're not used to seeing. Yeah, I really, so I was good. really impressed with that. Uh, David, you got one. Mm. Uh, that one was mine too. I don't. I don't I'm have sorry. a lot to. No, it's totally fine. <laughs> I, I just have a smaller pool to pull from. Uh, I. That's why I'm extra sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I us obviously, mm-hmm. but I think us did some really neat things with cinematography, mm-hmm. especially a lot of the the tricks, um, and specifically i think the scene that made me the most embarrassed for reacting to it in a theater because of it's not really cinematography but the shot of um what's the dad's name the big the big beautiful boy uh, what's his name oh, that sure. actor uh, oh no we i Dang made it. sure to memorize he's also this. a scene stealer in black panther yeah so. yeah he's just God, incredible uh, and there's yeah, a scene sucks. with his legs Oh, that like I audibly God. went like mm. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like shit because <laughs> everyone around me was like okay okay <laughs> okay all right <laughs> yeah uh, so that's like it is cinematography because yeah. of the way they shot it but it's not conventionally here's an award for cinematography because you shot this guy's nice thighs <laughs> but it uh but they did they did shoot them so nice. I was into that but in general yeah, us has great cinematography they shoot nice thighs don't right. they bam 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 it's nice, good <laughs> Uh, all right, Matthew. Um, yes, uh, I'm gonna go uh, with a actually pretty subtle one um, that impressed mm. me, but isn't something necessarily that stands out about the movie. But Little Women. I actually uh, thought yes. about that too. It's yeah. very hard to do a period piece nowadays that feels fresh, mm-hmm. um, just by the look of it, mm-hmm. and I think that's why we see such a dearth of period pieces now. At least ones yeah. that are like done well. A lot of them are like straight to Netflix or like Lifetime or something like that and they're done in like that the way we've always seen them but Greta Gerwig was able, Greta Gerwig was able to like add a very unique eye uh, to everything yep. I thought that was very I think impressive. the color choice has really made a big yeah. difference in terms of uh, can, once I realized that she was conveying sort of like a time jump through yeah. the, the color tones of the and, film and each sister has a color like coordinated to them that's true uh, yeah mm. oh that's a good point shit you're right fun um, and then I, I mean we've talked about this personally before but when when joe looks out the window and yes. says merry christmas world that's oh, just that's yeah. just one of the sweetest goddamn moments we were sitting right next to each other and that was the moment we were both like oh this is gonna be really hard to get <laughs> yeah. i was like fuck yeah. i'm oh, so screwed shit. i, I immediately like i immediately so started shaking with emotion because i was trying to hide it all in there oh, <laughs> i was like was oh so no bad. this is gonna be bad <laughs> oh, <laughs> It was really tough. We're like in the front row that like everybody would be walking past it, like not the front row, the front row of like the main aisle. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so it's just like this is a bad spot. <laughs> oh, that that scene specifically though. Yeah. Mm. It also it was the scene that convinced me that that is a Christmas movie, and then I'm gonna watch yeah. it every Christmas. Absolutely, yeah, for sure, one hundred percent. It came yeah. out on Christmas. Yeah. And at first, I was like, why? And then I watched it. I'm like, like fuck yeah, this is a Merry Christmas, Christmas movie. This yeah, very Christmas. Christmas world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a whole world for Christmas. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, I'm gonna do the towering inferno in the room, and that's yeah. 1917. There we go. Mm-hmm. Roger yeah, which I have not seen, but I hear you know uh, it's, that's the it's, thing about might it. Might be his masterpiece. It's mm-hmm. fucking insane. I mean, it's pretty hard to top Blade Runner 2049. It but is, if anything, yeah. he's done it in a way that like I thought Dunkirk was the best filmed 
war movie I'd ever seen. And 1917 is like right on that line. Yeah. Because there's just so much creative camera work and so much intense, like so many unique shots, so many unique angles, so much beautiful countryside to shoot on too, despite the fact that they're in they're in no man's land, which is an area which when they go through these areas that are just completely bombed out and it's like it's the 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 horror of it and and the weight of it is so real and the naturalistic lighting was a perfect choice Mm. the nighttime Mm. sequences in this movie are so fucking intense because it's it's naturally dark and then someone will like shoot off a flare and you're like like, no fuck (laughs) and it's suddenly like really frightening wow yeah it's really it's such a good it's so there's there's certain things that you can't uh, get out of a video game that you can only get out of a movie hmm. um, mm-hmm. in terms of like storytelling that like really holds together. Okay. Uh, yeah. But this is the first movie that showed me something I thought I could only get out of a video game oh. where like you really feel like you're right there because there is like a specific perspective that you're following. Oh, and cool. because oh. the camera's with them and it's all filmed as if it's one long shot from beginning to end of the movie, mm-hmm. uh, you just feel right in there i saw it in dolby atmos too so like the the seats were like vibrating when gunfire was going off like it just (laughs) it was such an intense fucking experience um but yeah and there's there's certain shots that happen in this movie where if a movie can ever make me go like how the hell did they pull that off without immediately being like oh cg uh Mm. because a lot of this wasn't cg so i have no idea (laughs) how they pulled it off magic um seriously like there's shots of like following something as it's dropping and not knowing where it's going until the camera like shows you that thing oh hit, cool what it's That's dropping cool. into like it's i gotta see this movie. It's yeah, so there's good. this like tension yeah. of what's just out of frame yeah oh it's, mm. it's insane it's so good mm. yeah it's but roger yeah my my favorite uh of his is probably blade runner 2049 but this is probably his like masterpiece yeah. like mm-hmm. it's yeah what a good boy yeah he's a good boy. uh I, before we wrap up i just want to round robin some short some yeah. short moments of great cinematography in movies. Mm. I'm going to say the pool sequence in Booksmart. Yes. Yes. yes thank love you. That. Yes. Absolutely. Love that. I'm going to say the uh, the montage in Parasite when they come home with the groceries yep. and the woman is coughing. <laughs> That's all I'll say about yep. it. Yep. That's really great. Uh, uh, oh, the uh, final sequence, like the climactic sequences of Uncut Gems. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Where there's kind of a foot chase going on, uh, a like a bet being placed and like a game happening, like all this stuff, like the way they shot that was very effective. Yep. Mm. Uh, the the final Avengers Assemble of Avengers Endgame. Yes. Yeah. Honestly, I don't, I don't care yeah. who you are. That's yeah. like you're gonna Man, get chills. Get them. Yeah. Get those chills. A lot of the a lot of the moments in Jojo Rabbit. Yep. Uh, a lot of the transitions in Rocket Man. Uh, yeah. John Wick three. Yes. Let's remember that that oh, came out this yeah, year also and oh, had a lot of really cool fucking cinematography wow. tricks. Actually, a lot of cinematography tricks and uh, like John Wick, more than like a lot of these movies, like puts the cinematography, the choreography, and the score all together as mm. one thing. Full like, package. They're not like, yeah, it's it's insane like how well all that stuff plays together. Oh. Yeah. All right. You guys yeah. ready to move on to another one? Yeah. I'm ready. Rev, rev. Big themes and recurring ideas. Big I, themes and recurring ideas. I only I, wrote one down that is like the big thing of 2019. And I think it's we've probably got the same one in mind probably, okay. which is fuck fuck rich people. Yeah. <laughs> the whole true, eat the rich though. of it all. Yeah. 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 Huh. It is a theme in Ready or Not. Us. 
uh, uh, parasite. Yeah, yes. uh, knives, out. knives out. Uh, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> it knives out. Yeah, knives out as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a recurring thing. Uh, hustlers, even. Uh, hustlers, yep. 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 Uh, there's probably others. It, there's a bit of it in Little Women, even. Yep. Not the, as much because yeah. the rich people yeah, do. The rich end people up are helping. nice. <laughs> like, they are good. Yeah. So that, yeah, I don't. It's there a little, maybe. It's just it's there but in a couple scenes where you're there, like, "There's definitely yeah. class stuff." Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it, "Fuck the Rich" was a big thing this year. It sure was. Yeah. FTR was and well deserved. Yeah, yeah, and well, yeah. hey, you know what? Who they earned it big time. <laughs> well, it's kind of wild and cool though that that's a theme because yeah. rich people make movies. Yeah, yeah. Like, and so it's nice that you know, there's not like a ton. To love about the fact that we need those themes in our movies right now in this country, but it's cool that we can at least make them and not get put in jail. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. that's that's something that's pretty awesome. I'm into that. Um, Down. So, uh, what are uh, what are are there any other themes that we could think of uh, that sort of encapsulated uh, multiple movies this year? Uh, I guess endings. Yeah, finality. Yeah. Oh, oh. There's, there's, a, there's, yeah. there. So we got Avengers Endgame. Mm. You've got Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Wasn't a movie, but Game of Thrones. But it's just like it feels like it's it exists <laughs> oh. in that same sphere. Yeah. Well, and you yeah, got yeah. The farewell. And the, yeah. 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 That, I'll put sure. that one in there. Yeah. <laughs> Since that's based, and the Irishman actually is is yeah. basically like uh, the culmination of a lot of his gangster movies. Of his gangster movies, mm. it's basically about like gangster movies getting too old. Yeah. Um, it's like yeah. the the theme of the movie, uh, which is kind of interesting. Um, Female friendship. It, I feel like female yeah, friendship. I yeah, feel like, like there was a lot of that this yeah. year. Yeah, and even in movies I didn't see, but I felt like, <laughs> hey, people are yeah. like putting this in films and it's getting big. Not just there's an indie film about it and their buds. Like, and I, I'm I'm very very happy for that. Yeah, there, there's also a very well deserved like fuck the patriarchy. Yes, um, there's been a lot of that. Like Midsummer, Ready or Not, mm, uh, Book Smart. Smart uh, yeah. It even yeah. comes up a bit in Little Women. Well, I mean, Little Women yeah, is a yeah. lot fuck the patriarchy. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot fuck the patriarchy. If that one's <laughs> like a little bit fuck the rich, it's a lot fuck the patriarchy, <laughs> yeah. which is very good. Yeah. Um, I'm a little bit eat the rich. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little bit fuck the patriarchy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, fuck racists was also a big Yeah, one. fuck them. Uh, that came up in, I mean, obviously that came up oh, in Jojo, yeah. Jojo Rabbit. Jojo. Yeah. That came well, knives also, out. Yeah. Uh, came up in knives out. Mm-hmm. Us. It came up in. Yeah. Uh, it came up in. Uh, 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 oh God, I yeah, just I love how it. much it came up in knives out. Yeah, yeah. I was, so happy I was surprised. Yeah. I did not think that's what the movie would be about, yeah. but it sort of was. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what a what a treasure. So good. good There's a movie I was just thinking of that I was going to be like, this is a slam dunk reference, and it didn't, <laughs> and I no. forgot it immediately. I'm oh, sorry. I'm sorry. But so too. yeah. So fuck racism. That was fun. Yeah. Um, that was fun. It was good really good. Stuff. We got to see racist. Oh, uh, actually, did come up in uh, Jay and Silent Bob uh, reboot. Yeah. When they randomly run into the clan. <laughs> oh shit. Right. At one point, <laughs> fucking clan ruins everything. <laughs> yeah. So. It's a thing that came up a lot, yeah, mm-hmm. for understandable reasons. Yeah, um, yeah. So those are some those are some big themes. Can I ask one quick favor? Uh-huh. Can I retroactively add one more to the cinematography one that I'm actually mad oh. at myself that I didn't oh, include? Sure, mm-hmm. yeah. especially because I think I don't know. I feel like we don't have much more to say about big themes, so we can sure. make yeah. that one a little bit longer. Uh, how about the lighthouse? Yeah, the lighthouse, the lighthouse is maybe one of the best experiments in uh, in form and, and that I've seen in a long time. 
it's one of the most successful experiments mm. in in okay. form that I've seen in a long time because it's done in a square aspect ratio. So there's so huge black bars yeah. on the sides of the screen, and and it's all in black and white. And at first, I thought this is the most pretentious shit. Yeah, yeah. this is going to be so dumb, <laughs> but it it ends up creating such an incredible effect of like claustrophobia claustrophobia and, and mm. the way that the 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 darks of the black and white scenes meld into the 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 black oh. uh on the edges sometimes can make it seem like like you're like swallowed like the movie's getting swallowed whole mm. huh. yeah and the characters yeah, sure. are just sort of trapped wow it's, it's really intense yeah, you really feel impressive. trapped with them in this lighthouse it's huh. insane okay. it's beautiful okay. and, huh. it, and huh. it lends it lends a lot to um some of the other stylistic choices because it's very much aping sort of an early early film aesthetic yeah um hmm. and it uh but it does it i think very effectively yeah uh, your mileage may vary on that but i for uh, for <laughs> sure, listeners sure. at home some folks will definitely not enjoy that movie <laughs> yeah but I know there's a lot of people that liked lighthouse but didn't agree with the need for the four by three aspect mm-hmm. ratio but like i i was way on board with what the filmmaker yeah. was doing with that yep so sorry, I, I felt bad Sweet. that I didn't include that one because no, that movie, worthy, we also haven't brought that movie up yet, and it's really good. Yeah, it's yeah. a worthy addendum. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. All right. Uh, any other thoughts on themes and ideas? Not really. No. Yeah, I mean, we could talk about each one of those a lot, but like that's yeah. not what we're here to do. That ain't <laughs> it, baby. All right, let's do another one. Surprising performances. Surprising mm-hmm. performances. Surprising. Uh yeah, um I'll start with a fun one. Uh, yeah. Billy Lord in Booksmart. Yes. Oh hell uh, yeah! She yeah. stole every scene she was. Yeah, in. that was incredible. Uh, so good. And it's still like it still breaks my heart thinking about how her mom never got to see her do that specific performance. I feel like Carrie Fisher would have loved that specific <sighs> character that yeah, she played. She really would. She have. seemed to be channeling her mother a lot in that one. Aww. Um. Yeah. But God, she's so funny. <laughs> she is. She's fucking fantastic. But, uh, uh, yeah. yeah, no, that's great. Yeah. I'm going to say Adam Sandler and Uncut Gems. Yeah. It's Ooh. the one that's like maybe the most obvious because everyone's talking about it this award season yeah. or whatever. But like, I didn't know we would get another good Sandler before he died. <laughs> I thought good Sandler was dead already. Yeah. Uh, and then he came back and did this and it's like, oh, fucking God damn it. Good Sandler. Yeah. Why I'm do you only sure come out like Sandler. once every 10 years? Pretty sure he still has that Netflix contract though. So he'll... He'll, he'll fuck it up. He'll he'll die again. That's what I'm saying. Is it's like <laughs> it's that's what I'm saying. Is like once every he'll ten years again. he brings out a side of himself where I'm like, oh right, yeah, yeah. You can do that. Why don't you do that more, asshole? Yeah. Uh, anyway, Me. what so a that, bad person. <laughs> hate that guy. <laughs> uh, David, how about you? You got any? Tim Heidecker and us. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that, he was so good. And uh, so fucking funny. In that oh, movie. what's her name? Elizabeth Shit. Moss. Yes, Elizabeth Moss. Thank yeah. you. Both of them in that movie were. Very surprising. I was just like, "Oh, you did that." It's kind of the definition of like, I know there were a lot of good actors this year, but surprising performance yep. was Tim in that movie. It's like you just nailed this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You just really came out of nowhere and you nailed that. It's Absolutely. a very interesting oh. take. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Character really uh, he leaned very that. hard into it, and he made me very happy for those reasons. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I have two from the same movie. Okay. Let's do it. Uh, Eddie Murphy and Wesley Snipes in Dolomite is my name. Ooh. Mm. Um, it, I just hadn't seen either one of them in so long. Sure. I forgot yeah. how good they were, and that's what was surprising. Mm-hmm. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, shit, you guys are like 
good at what you're doing. Yeah. Uh, and like talented. Eddie Murphy, especially like having been in, uh, I'm making movies for my family now. Uh, jail for like the last like <laughs> yeah yeah like, that's honestly like way, 20 years the way he even talks about it though yeah. is like he's like but it's like you chose to do that yeah. like no one no one put a gun to your head and it's said like, you only have to make family movies because you have kids now yeah I respect like his his youngest is like now like 20 or something like that so he's like I'm gonna start doing these again which I get it it's like okay that's a choice you made and I respect that yeah. choice but Still. it's good to have him back I'll say that yeah, <laughs> yeah. glad you're I'm glad here. that's done um <sighs> but yeah those and Leslie Snipes is just he just does little things and big things <laughs> with his performance that he whether he's in the background or in the foreground he's he's stealing whatever scene he's in I've, I've been missing some Wesley Snipes, Snipes yeah he's, he's, he's on film on film <laughs> uh, <laughs> I like watching Wesley Snipes <laughs> in films <laughs> uh on a very similar note yeah. to mm. actors who haven't seen in a while coming back and surprising us, Joe Pesci in The Irishman. Oh, yeah. Is <laughs> it's maybe my favorite Joe Pesci role. Uh, oh, wow. it's it's right up there because it's not it's unlike any other Joe Pesci movie I've ever seen. He's not playing the Joe Pesci you're used to him right. playing. Who he, I think of when I think of Joe Pesci. Exactly. Mm. But the character he plays, he does it's really effective. He has got a lot of gravitas mm. and you wouldn't mm. know that he's been away from acting for a long time because he's just like really in the pocket. Like he's That's got cool. it. Wow. It's yeah. it's he he is the part of the Irishman that I was like every time he was on screen, I was like, I want to watch more of him, please. <laughs> Give me more of him, please. Uh David, do you have any more? Uh, Little Women had a bunch, yeah, yeah. Uh, because there it was a very well directed movie. I think I think a lot of their performances have a lot to do with Greta Gerwig, because yeah. every one of her movies has this in it, and so it's like, well, there's a common thread here, and it's that you're a good director. But Meryl Streep, Meryl Streep, okay. I loved her Miss March or Aunt March, uh, I guess Aunt is Mar- what they Aunt, call her, and and March, and Aunt March, and Aunt March. Because she, you could tell that she was having such a nice time. <laughs> like Meryl Streep yeah. has had a long life and a lot of stuff that she's done, and a lot of big, really important roles. And then she just got to be like a kind of a mean, rich old lady. <laughs> and that she's like, oh, come here and read to me. Mm. Like she just got to be real weird. And I kind of like for the same reason that the or the same uh, feeling that you had about Joe Pesci. It's like give me a couple more, like weird funny scenes with this character Mm -hmm. because i like the dynamic of these younger women trying to impress this old mean rich lady so they can go to paris with her (laughs) like and she's she's kind of a dick yeah (laughs) (laughs) and and like i enjoyed meryl streep's performance and i didn't think i would i heard meryl streep was in it and i was like yeah she's just gonna be meryl streep and it'll be fine and she was in a certain way but Mm -hmm. i liked it Nice. nice yeah that's a that's a very good one uh matthew do you have any other ones uh, I have a couple more. Um, Excellent. I'll go with uh, the one that I'll end up ending on will be one that will be like, yep. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but this one uh, is Taron Egerton as El- Elton John. Like yes. He blew me away. Oh. Uh, I went into that movie with not many expectations of how he would do. In fact, kind of assuming it wouldn't be super great. Like <laughs> I, I've enjoyed him like, the Kingsman movies uh, aren't super good, <laughs> not, no. they're, but they're not. They're also not bad. It's just like no, I agree yeah, with you, and, yeah, that, and yeah. especially with Taron Egerton. From the first time I saw the first Kingsman movie, I'm like, "You can do something." Yeah, mm. there's exactly. something there. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> and so I was really excited mm. to see him 
be able I mean, to do everything yeah, in one like, movie. <laughs> he was able to branch out of this like uh like dude boy role that he's been playing. Mm. Um and like really, really stretch. And uh the fact that he was able to actually nail the songs on his own it's really uh, impressive. It's pretty huge. It's I am very impressive. Super pissed off that Bohemian Rhapsody took out all the energy and oxygen out of the room yeah, uh, for right? good biopics yeah. because that wasn't one, but this is. Oh yeah, that <laughs> sucks because that one got a ton of attention. And this yeah, one didn't it won- get, yeah, didn't feel like it got as much attention. Not at all. Yeah. Uh, especially like Rami Malek's performance got a lot of attention mm-hmm. because he put on some prosthetics. <laughs> he sure did, <laughs> and like not much else. Like he was fine, but yeah. like Taron Egerton like transformed in Elton John. Like he was so good. Mm-hmm. Wow, but anyway, that's my that's my next one. No, that's a, what's that's your a what's your one. other one? Oh, my other one was we, that should be uh, it. was uh, Florence. Pew, 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 oh, Florence. Pew, 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 because this in is every first, performance. Yeah, in every in performance. Every, yeah. This is the first time that I had even really seen her yeah. in anything, and blew me away oh. every time, and that surprised me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, from the very beginning of Midsummer, like that first scene where she ends up apologizing for calling her boyfriend out on something. Like I was like, holy shit. Her this person is doing such a good job. Made me uh, yeah. Die. yeah. Yeah. I've yeah. Never felt that way about anything oh. in my life. That was intense. Yeah. It was an incredibly intense mundane scene, <sighs> but so felt and she killed it. Yeah. And ever and since that moment I was just like, yep, this person's a great actor. <laughs> like, <laughs> yep. It's easy. No I'm, no question. I'm gonna toss one more out there toss before we close the door there, and yeah. that's Aquafina in the farewell. Aquafina. Uh, having seen her in Crazy Rich Asians <laughs> and not uh, she's. I mean, I, I have no problem with her. It just the movie <laughs> no didn't problem. really grab me very much. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, whatever other movie we said she was in, uh, Ocean's Eight. Ocean's Eight, right? <laughs> the she's least fine. memorable movie so of the last few years. But like, it's fine. But yeah, like, the fine. farewell. She she actually. Yeah. It's very naturalistic. It's very human, and then it gets very emotionally raw, and it's not what I was expecting from her at all. Cool. So yeah. I was really, I was really happy Love to see that, that shit. Love that shit. Uh, all right, guys. Let's do another another one. <laughs> Let's another do one. another one. Movies we missed. There we go. Movies we missed. Uh, yeah, this <laughs> David's a... time to shine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, let's buckle up, baby. All right, David, why don't you jump out to movies that you wish you had seen? Though we have talked about all of them so far, I think. But uh, the Lighthouse, the Farewell. Um, Parasite is a big one. I really wanted to see Parasite, and I know that I will like it when I see it. Like, it's impossible for me not to like it. <laughs> I have liked every movie that he has made, and thematically, I think I will like this one more than some of the movies he's yeah, made. For sure. So there's like, there's no way. Yeah. Uh, Uncut Gems, even though it's still there, I haven't seen it yet, so I have missed it technically, according to this award show. Yeah, I mean, but, but, <laughs> you to, know, to, I, to right yeah, now. I haven't seen it. I think that can be forgiving. Cause that was what. Christmas Day. Yeah, it, it didn't come out that long. Yeah, and also, right, yeah. like 1917. Don't even beat yourself up about that because right. that shouldn't even be considered a 19 or 2019. No, movie. no, it shouldn't. That's a good point. Yeah, it's a very good. That point. one. That one is so frustrating. It only came out here yesterday. Well, technically mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. I think those are the big ones. Um, I think Parasite specifically is one that I'm just like I can't wait to see, but I still haven't. Mm-hmm. And the Lighthouse, I know I'm gonna like too. It's like my kind of weird. <laughs> so even if I'm not like this movie was awesome. I'm sad that I miss seeing it in a theater. Yeah. I think that's disappointing. But what are you going to do? What are you going to do? It'll be, uh, spoiler, it'll be on your voodoo soon. Yes. <laughs> spoiler. <laughs> spoiler. Thank you. <laughs> uh, 
Matthew, were there any big movies or any movies? Yeah, should we just like list? Should we just like run? Yeah, let's our just list? let's just start running down movies yeah, that we yeah. didn't see this year, mm-hmm. so that people are like, why didn't they mention this? It's because we didn't <laughs> watch we it. Didn't see it. Uh, okay. Um, so a few of these I have like a working knowledge of without having seen them. Okay. Uh, because of just like podcasts I listen to and oh, sure. write ups and stuff. Uh, one of those being the Irishman. The other one being the Farewell. Um, another one being Marriage Story. Yeah, oh shit! Same. Um, yeah, I have not seen that either. Yeah, so, but I feel like I get it. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. get what you mean. <laughs> like, like, the Irishman is like the only Netflix movie I saw this year, and there's at least three of them yeah. that are up for awards right now. Holy shit! Uh, oh, wow. So yeah, at, at least they're easy to catch. Yeah, um, it's true. there's that. So like, uh, the Irishman was more just because like I kept hearing such uh, like so mixed to down mm. things about that movie that I was like. Ah, but I, I need to carve out three hours to watch this, and now I feel even less motivated to do so. Yeah, that's a big um, ask. It, it's one I think I need to like three and a half. I yeah Whew. yeah three and a half, and I need to like I think I need to plan something with somebody to sit down and watch it. Yeah, so I'm more, yeah. I'm really bad at looking at my phone during movies, <laughs> um, and podcasts. And <laughs> um, but another one that I can't believe I didn't see. Like this oh. is an indictment on me. Take me oh. to jail. Throw away the keys. Uh, a beautiful day in the neighborhood. I, yeah, that is one hundred percent. Oh shit! Yeah, I didn't me. either. Never oh, saw no. it, and I had I was looking forward to it as soon as they like announced yeah. that it was even a thing. Yeah, what the hell? It just like Whoops. it came at a really bad time for me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I think um, I put that in the same category as like Christopher Robin of movies that I was like, that's gonna break me in half. I'm not doing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, the right thing is, like, I love life. being broken in half. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I have to be in the right mood for it. Yeah. Um, and Merit Story, like that is one. Yeah, I already mentioned that, but like it's there ready. are reasons it, I haven't watched yeah, that. Yet. <laughs> yeah, you got to be ready. Um, but then also Waves, I really wanted to see. Oh, I really want to see Waves. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, fight with my family, uh, mainly just for the Florence Pugh of it all. I really, <laughs> I really don't care about that story. I it was also written and directed by Stephen Merchant. It is really written by Stephen Merchant. I really want to give him it some has, support. Has Nick Frost. It has so many people and things about it that you may want to see it. But its overall theme and what it's about. I could not be less interested. Well, the only thing I'm less interested <laughs> in is Ford v. Ferrari, which I didn't put on my list because I don't want to see that movie. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was really like, I intentionally missed this. Yeah, movie. I, I yeah. intentionally stepped away from that one. I'm, I'm, I'm in the same boat with Ford v. Ferrari. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I also haven't seen Dolomite is my name. Uh, that one mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really mm-hmm. kicking myself yeah. about. I haven't seen the Two Popes. That's the oh, other, yeah. other oh, yeah. big yeah. Netflix movie. The two Popes. <laughs> the, the, hey, you, you, have you heard of the Pope? What if? <laughs> let me <laughs> let me blow your mind. For and a you've second. heard of Young Pope. You've heard of the Young Pope. Well, now try. <laughs> Ever since Pope Francis was like in discussion and then became Pope, the actor that ended up playing in this, I'm like, this guy has to play yeah. Pope Francis. <laughs> it's like, and now he yeah. finally has. I'm like, nah, I'm not, I probably won't see it. Yeah. Well, it's like he's, it's, <laughs> but he, has he to looks play so it. much like him. He was yeah. already the High Sparrow on Game of Thrones, yep. and he already he was like, okay, he's just playing the. He's pope. just the Pope. Yeah. He's uh-huh. just the fucking Pope, and like, so him being the Pope in a movie is like, yeah, yeah obviously. And then they made Anthony Hopkins look as terrifying as Pope Benedict. <laughs> it's like mm. casting Helen Mirren to play the Queen. Like, yeah, yeah, you of course. obviously, of course. you can't not we, do we it. Get it. Um, <laughs> we get it. We, we fucking get it. Uh, were there any other big ones? I'm trying to think if there was. I'm anything sure there were. I mean, especially I regret not seeing the Playmobil movie if only because oh, yeah. the novelty of being able to say that you saw the Playmobil <laughs> yeah, in, in like the four days it was in theater <laughs> it's gonna be like it's a badge of honor right there 
Uh, more I, cats before they uh, uh, before, before they oh, before they, they fixed finished it, it. <laughs> yeah, before they finished it Pat a week was, after <laughs> before it was actually ready. God, <laughs> fuck that movie. Um, God, fuck that. I am so glad that one of my favorite things of 2019, Cats failed. Thank God. Mm. And there's a lot of people like rightfully blaming Tom Hooper about it. So I'm very happy. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I'm just kind of scrolling through top ones. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, Definitely a big one that I'm sad that I missed. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It's a yeah, good one. Dude. I didn't. I didn't go to see that. That's a good one. Yeah, it's a, it's a good one. That and I kind of forgot it existed, which is why I pulled up that list. <laughs> and that's it. That's what I got for you. That's what you got. That's what I got for you. Uh, yeah. So there were a lot of movies. I yeah. mean, a lot of movies come out every year. We can't. We're three people. We have lives. This is for fun. This show. This is yeah. for fun. We, so you know, we can't see everything. But I, I feel like we, we all got a pretty decent perspective on the movies that came mm-hmm. out this year. Yeah. Yeah. So. I'm still fine with it. <laughs> I am too. I have a lot of regrets, to be honest. Like I feel like I didn't see a lot of movies that I would have liked to see in theaters. But what am I going to do about that now? Yeah. Nothing. I'm going to talk about them on this podcast. See them exactly on the voods. Right. Yeah, I can, I can still watch them is the good news. <laughs> yep, it's right. not like they are gone. That's you haven't seen goodness. Ready or Not yet, right? But No, I also haven't seen okay, Ready so or Not. Like, there's that one the there's a lot. There's just that a might... lot of things that I missed that I know I'm going to like in this year. All right, guys. There's one Next more one. random uh, category here what could before we get into the the biggins, but let's let's do it. Award show dreams. Award show dreams. Award show dreams. <laughs> so most of the big award shows have already happened uh, uh-huh. when we're recording this. The Golden Globes happened last week. They sure did. Uh, and were fine. Yeah. The, um. The they they left a lot of people out of the nominations, which yep. basically prompted us to not watch the Golden Globes this mm. year. Well, there are. Uh, and now, like, there's all these stories of academy screen academy screenings being completely void of uh, male, uh, oh. right for Little Women. For Little Women, they just they won't like a lot of men won't go to the academy screenings because they're like, oh, they won't get go. It. Yeah, they won't go. Like, there's Jeez. a lot of people in the academy that just won't watch Little Women because they, I guess, they can't imagine there being a fresh take on it, which oh shows how like little imagination so many God. in the academy have. <sighs> Um, because it's basically a perfect movie, and uh, but really, it's such a good movie. Yeah, yeah, agreed, one hundred percent. But in a dream world, yes. it would be nice if they didn't do that and they nominated <laughs> Little Women for Best Picture instead. Yeah, um, it, it legitimately. I don't know if it has the typical Best Picture sheen. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no Michael Sheen in it. There's no Charlie Sheen. In it. Right. So there's no. I sheen. don't think it has yeah, the no pic- Martin the, sheen. <laughs> the Best Picture sheen, but. I could I could morally nominate that movie for best picture yeah. and be like this is I think it was that or midsummer were the best movies that I saw. Yeah. Maybe us too. Like well, those like three the best for me. Pieces like, of like yeah. cinema as art. Well, yeah. it's ironic yeah. that you say that because like honestly one of the reasons that I was kind of like iffy on seeing Little Women in the first place is because I thought it was too much of a prestige play. I thought it was too much of like this is just going for award season. Right. And then when I saw it and I was like, oh, it's also actually very good. it has a huge And it's getting ignored by award season. I was like, yeah, Yeah. it's a fucking mirror world. I hate it. (laughs) It's the bad version. It's the bad version of what this is. (laughs) I will say my my biggest uh, awards show dream, and this is the first time that I think I've ever experienced this, but I am like adamant that uh, best lead and best supporting needs to go to the same actor. <laughs> <laughs> Florence. Florence Pugh. 
but for real. Happy Pew Year, everybody. <laughs> for real. Like she like I can't think of anybody more deserving of best lead uh in the uh women in acting category mm-hmm. or best supporting. Yeah. Uh best lead for yeah. Midsummer and yeah. best supporting for little yep. women because she just crushes everything that yeah. she does. Yep. In all in both those movies. She does things in, in Midsummer with her performance that I've never seen anybody do before on the, screen. Yeah, it's I, not I, movie crying that she does. She is like it's so unsettling when she like completely breaks down emotionally it's not something i've seen actors do it's something that like i've seen like kids at yeah school do when do like when something life. horrible happened in their family yeah. or something yeah you know yeah. So in a movie that like isn't the most simulative in a lot of ways like yeah. there's a lot of fantasy in midsummer mm-hmm. yeah but her performance is like a hundred percent simulative. Yeah, like so it is the so way real. of people. Oh, wait, the, the, it's, it's the, the way, way of people. people do. It's the do. way of the people. <laughs> it's the way of the people. She acts for the people. She acts for the, the people. Hero of the for people. The people. The people. The people. So Florence yes, I agree. I think Florence Pugh. Both of them. The give them. Give them all. Yeah. If Lord of the Rings can win eleven awards, Florence Pugh can win two awards. Seriously. Seriously. For like, real. I just. I. Like people can bring up other performances from other movies. I'd be like, yeah, those were good. The, but have but you like, seen Midsummer? <laughs> but, did you, but did you watch Florence Pugh doing anything? This but were year? any of them uh, as transcendent as Florence yeah, Pugh yeah. in either of these movies? Like the only, uh, yeah, it's it's tough because like Anna de Armas was really great. In She's Knives so out. good. I okay, love yeah, her. Yeah, so yeah. good. I would definitely be happy. I like, want her to be nominated for sure. Here, here's my award yeah, show yeah, dream. Yeah, yeah. Here's an award okay. show dream. What's your award yeah. show? Uh, we don't have another Oscars so white situation because more mm. than in a lot of years, there are so many great roles for people of color in yeah. cinemas this year i mean you got parasite you got the farewell you got that right there you've got um us. you've got anna de armas you've got us you've yeah. got yeah. all of that you've got um fucking uh, uh oh you've waves. got harriet waves oh. as much as i know that harriet is a controversial movie i love the actress Still, who is playing right yeah. yeah she was so good mm-hmm. in uh in um Oh, what was the name of that movie? The Bad Times at the El Royale. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was yeah, so excited yeah. to see her get an, a chance yeah. to shine in a big movie like that. So I, I want her to to get all the recognition. Uh, I was listening to WTO with Mark Marin this week. He had Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio on. And Brad Pitt's uh, production company is working on a Underground Railroad uh, series. Fuck yeah. Um, oh, and they're okay. the production company that did 12 Years a Slave. So okay, I yeah. trust so it might what actually, they'll you know, do with okay, it. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Um, 12 Years a Slave. Yeah. Another example of Brad Pitt like not seeming to care that much about his role in the movie. As much as I like that movie, yeah. and I, I, as much as I enjoy his part in it, it's very clear that he is not like... In the, he's he, like not in the movie. He's, he's there as a producer, and he's like, "Will this help it get made?" Okay, I'll be in this scene. Uh, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's that's pretty much well, his whole thing in the movie, which is yeah. why it was so good to see him, you know, try again this year. Yeah. In both Ad Astra and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, he's very fun in that movie. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Any other big award dreams this year? Um, I'd like to see Ryan Johnson win something. Ooh. Yeah, I oh, would yeah. like what, that too. What could he um, win for? Screenplay. Screenplay for sure. I oh, think, sure, uh, for screenplay. Great job yeah. That. Yeah, because uh, that really that was. Yeah. Like that movie had a lot of great Knives Out had a lot of great performances in it. Yeah. Obviously. And great direction, like everything yes. that is there's not one thing that is set up in the movie that's not paid off in some way. That's a good point. It it's all a, really it was tight. It came together really well. 
that movie could win, you know, screenplay. Or did he direct it too? Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah. Wrote, so like you it. could you could win for that. Like, yeah, I would like, like to see him nominated for all those categories. Absolutely. And, and I think I would like to see Greta Gerwig nominated for Little Women. Yes. God, that I, would like, be so. If she doesn't, cool. I'm going to be She's actually be. very upset. Yeah. yeah. She also, did Lulu Wong for incredible job. And thankfully, Greta Gerwig and Ryan Johnson won't be in competition because it'll be adapted in. That's true. Original. That's a good point. 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 And that's yeah. The directing nominations this year are going to be tough. There's there's so many okay, here's another big award so dream. I want Parasite to finally break the foreign language bubble with the with the Academy Awards because it's such a great movie. And I honestly do think it might be the best movie I saw this year. Yeah. In terms of like just everything about it, like the performances, the themes, the writing, the the cinematography, the the story. I mean, there's just so much about it that's that's praiseworthy and the fact that it's getting shunted that so many movies of its type would get shunted into its own separate category just because it's not in English. Yeah, because yeah, that's the thing. Like yeah. the mo- the movie, like it might be foreign, but the themes aren't. Like the themes yeah. are so universal, mm. exactly, and mm. should be yeah applauded and magnified. And it's also like so many foreign language films. It feels like American audiences don't trust foreign language films that are modern as yeah. much oh, you get a, yeah. a lot of times if yeah. they break through it's going to be like a period drama or something yeah that's a good point but like this is like this is these are modern people living in modern times uh and it's dealing with class struggles going on right now yeah. uh it's very of the moment and so i i would be really i'll be really frustrated if it doesn't get beyond a, a foreign language nomination yeah do you, i think that would be a big that'd be a big deal and you know it's being talked about at the academy like okay yep. Are we the best English language awards? Like, is that what they are? Because if they're not, if they're not going to call themselves that, then they have to include things like that. Yeah. But they have a foreign language category. Like, that's got to be a that's, complicated discourse. There are yeah. so many things that it suck well, about. That's the thing because it's it's foreign language, not foreign film. Because there can be movies from other countries that are in English that they don't. That's put a good in the point. Foreign, that's a good point. Which is so dumb. Yeah. It's such a dumb category. Yeah. It yeah. is. Same with animation. I've, I yeah. I maintain that as much as people will point out, and I I think this is true that an animated film probably wouldn't even get an award if they didn't have an animated features Correct. category. Mm. It is infuriating that there has to be an animated features category because sometimes an animated movie is the best movie of the year. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it takes so much, yes. Yes. <laughs> it takes so much work to make an animated movie. It takes so many yeah. moving parts and so much direction. And it's, mm-hmm. if anything, it's probably the most hands-on, in control, yeah, uh, crafted, uh, crafted oh, piece yeah, yeah. of cinema you can yeah. make. Weird. Because that's there's, a, you're not relying point. on yeah. like outside forces. It's like, this is right. everything that you see on screen, we put there. Yep. Yeah. Um, and that's, you know, the fact that they have to have a separate category because otherwise they won't get anything yeah. is frustrating. That that being mm-hmm. said, uh, not great year for animation. No, although I am <laughs> happy that Missing Link won at the Golden Globes. Yeah. I liked Missing Link a lot more than a lot of other people did. Mm-hmm. I think it's, I mean, I don't necessarily know that it's the best Leica film. I think it's maybe one of the best looking Leica films. It's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's very sweet and funny. And Zach Galifianakis kind of plays against type. Which is nice, nice. Uh, in his voice performance. It's, mm. it's good. It's a good. It's a good time. Um, yeah. yeah. So th- those are those are some award show hopes that I have. Yeah, and like it's the only one I really take notes on. So I'm sure there'll be stuff that I kick myself for later, <laughs> not having <laughs> right. Here, yeah, but, me too. Um, I I really wish that uh, John Wick Chapter Three could be nominated, <laughs> nominated for like a stunt choreography. Some, oh, sure. Yeah. Like, Even like a special yeah. award. For yeah, that. like there should just be a stunts award. Like why there is there be. not? It'd be kind of cool. Academy. They should I'd be, be recognized. Yeah. It's yeah. hard as shit. People die 
Right. Like they're the ones that die for the movies that yeah. they're in. Yeah. That's true. Um, that's one hundred percent true. That they're not recognizes. Yeah, that is actually kind of crazy when you yeah. think about it, because stunts have been a part of movies from the beginning, yeah. and a like, big part of early a, movies, a big too. part of it too, because mm-hmm. you couldn't fake things. So mm-hmm. it's like, well, somebody's got to throw them up, themselves off that building. Man, that's yeah, that's yeah. wild to think about. The the other one yeah. that I really I can't figure out how to make it a dream, but I just want someone on stage at some point to say that Booksmart was good. Like yes, I, don't, I yes. don't know. Some like t- I don't. Some point, yes. Somehow. Some like, because because I saw that movie and I felt the feeling that I felt when I saw Little Women was like that movie was almost perfect. Yep. Yep. At what it was doing, it did it did it so well, and it made me so happy. Oh yeah. And I feel I mean, we, like we covered movies it here like on the that show. don't get awards at the Academy yes. Awards. That's. And it was a masterpiece, though. Yeah. It was just a fun masterpiece. And it's fun, so it can't be serious and good or something. Like, there's some yeah. sort of roadblock mentally for an award. But I just want somebody to say that it was good. I don't even care what it gets nominated <laughs> yeah. for. Seriously. And like, I don't know. And was there has there been any other movie that we've done that we're just like, hey, it's in theaters. Let's get this out as soon no, as possible. No, that's it. Yeah. About we it. have yes, to that's do it the right one. That's the, that's the only to, one. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. So, uh, contextual yeah, deviance endorses shows our smart. hand. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at I'm looking at some of my top films of the year and the, who directed them, and it's women uh, like women and people of color are more represented than I think they usually are mm-hmm. on lists That's good. Uh, like these because yeah. it's just been a good year for female directed films and for yeah. f- films directed by folks from other countries. And if it ends up being five white dudes who get nominated, that's going to be a bummer. Big and bum. right now it's Big it's almost certainly like going to be track. that. Yeah. Big bum. But, um, Gross. Yeah. My dreams. Yeah, I, I echo that uh, Parasite dream too, even though I've not seen it. Yeah. The amount of acclaim it's gotten, push it into, push it out of foreign language category and probably just get rid of that category. Yeah. It's a, <laughs> yeah. It's a beautiful, it's, okay. it's a beautiful picture. It I'm just, really yeah. hopeful that it gets more recognition. Yeah. It pisses me off because you know that the, uh, thinking behind it is going to be well. If we nominate it for best picture, we won't give it to that because it's a lock-in for best foreign film. Yep. And yeah, so, God. like, it, it could be in both categories, but it yeah, will only win one because they're like, oh, I already got that one because they're <laughs> turds <laughs> about something. Yep. And if they if they don't put it in the foreign film category and then put it in best, just overall, it'll probably just get ignored and then <sighs> not win anything. So it's just like this horrible catch twenty two. It's a bad place to be. Yeah. Well. Guys, yeah, we're we've reached through all of the randomized categories, yeah. and all that's left are our three our three big fixed categories. Big fixed, big fixed. These are fixed. These are fixed, motherfuckers. Yeah, the other ones were broke. The first one's a bit of a round robin again, mm-hmm. but uh, let's uh, let's do it. You guys ready? Yeah. This one is called. Good job. <laughs> hey, guys, good job. This is for people who did a good job making Aww. a movie. Oh, it's someone so who like just directors, did a good... oh, editors, okay. yeah. cinematographers, yeah. composers, uh, scene, uh, like art directors, set designers, costume designers, like mm. whoever we thought did a good job that we maybe haven't shouted out yet. Sure, sure, yeah. sure, sure. sure. Uh, Olivia Wilde's first movie is Booksmart. Yes. Oh, which is good job. Fantastic. Oh, good Very job. good job. Good and job. Good job, Olivia Wilde. Whoever made all of the socks in Little Women. Good job. <laughs> I am serious. I know. I, the no, socks I just look love so the cozy. <laughs> I like those slippers a lot. Too. Yeah. yeah like, yeah, man. Like just the, all of the costuming in that movie. The but, but specifically the socks. They just look so good. 
Absolutely. Uh, I'm going to say, uh, I am going to say <laughs> the stunt people in John Wick 3. Yes. We, we mentioned them mm-hmm. briefly in the last category, mm-hmm. but all of the stunt coordinators in John Wick 3, all of the fight choreographers. Uh, Reeves and Halle Berry specifically, too. Yes. Oof. Oh, God. The behind the scenes of them <laughs> working on getting ready for that movie are insane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They worked. Nuts. She literally learned how to train those dogs so that she Whoa. could do her action scenes in yeah. that fucking movie. I was actually like, it's predictable, but it was still upsetting that like Keanu Reeves was still getting the like man look how much work he puts into these when she like had to do like double what he did and also didn't have two previous movies to like add on to that training so she had to catch up and then also go beyond and dang so good it's nuts they're both in their 50s (laughs) that's that's wild that's that's incredible wow um but yeah, uh, Roger Deakins, uh, cinematographer. Ah. We already talked about that. Yeah, for nineteen seventeen, he's he's fucking phenomenal. Did a great job. Um, ooh, everyone involved in making Avengers Endgame because they achieved the impossible, yeah, yeah. like truly wrapping up a twenty three film franchise yeah. in a satisfactory way and not in a mess. Yeah, like how do you do that? <laughs> how, like the fact that that one has so many more movies to wrap up and manages to wrap them up so successfully. Than the rise of Skywalker, yeah, which has <laughs> so bad. Yeah, which can't even wrap up its own self as a movie, <laughs> yeah, let alone seriously. let alone it its trilogy, let alone the, the movie nine that movies. preceded it. Yeah, it has to attack another movie uh, and then not be a good so movie. So frustrating. Yeah. Nailed, um, nailed it. Nailed it. Nailed but it. But yeah, good job the folks behind Avengers Endgame Seriously. and the Russo brothers in particular. Yeah, they are. They are. To, they fucking came from Community. Yeah, it's so crazy. of development too. Amazing. They started there and went to Community. Yeah, it's. Insane. That's, that's nuts. Uh, let's see. Who else we got? What uh, else? Florence Pugh. Well, Florence Pugh. <laughs> <laughs> but really. Good job, Florence Seriously, Pugh. Seriously, I'm going to say, I'm going to give a good job to Brie Larson for Unicorn Store. Oh, it's a movie okay. that not everybody loved. I enjoyed it. it, it it's not perfect, but sure. it's very que- And it's the first time she directed a film. This is her directorial oh, debut. Cool. Uh, it's a very wow. sweet hearted little movie. Um, mm-hmm. It's very pretty to look at. Her and Samuel L. Jackson look like they're just having a lot of fun <laughs> uh, extending their friendship from Captain Marvel, which was really yes. nice to see. So good yes. job, Brie Larson. Good job. On Unicorn Store. Uh, this has already been mentioned too, but mm-hmm. uh, it's hard to breathe fresh life into an easily staled classic like Little Women, but Greta Gerwig yeah. did that with Little Women. She yeah. made it something so much more than what it could have been Agreed. uh and in anybody else's hands i don't think that would have happened at all <laughs> yep. uh, i totally agree totally agree oh, i would say this is kind of a cynical one but good job to oscar isaac for somehow holding back all of his frustration because you could tell there were like, yeah. lines where i could like, see in his eyes like, like i don't want to be saying he this didn't right want to be in that movie yeah, <laughs> like, he yeah. really didn't like what was happening in that movie well have you heard him oh. talking about uh like it wasn't it wasn't just like uh, them trying to like coax along like the internet uh, yeah. fans or whatever about right. like him and no, he, he Finn having a relationship. It. Yeah, he shipped. He was it. like, I want them to kiss. He, he, <laughs> he fought for it, yeah. and he said they're 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 too scared. They're mm-hmm. cowards. Yep. And, and he's he's been asked, oh, do you want to do another show? And he's like, no, I don't <laughs> want to work with Disney. Yeah, I don't want to do it. Like, so good job to Oscar Isaac for yeah. at least because he did a really good job in the Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, like, yeah. He he had gravity in his scenes, and he 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 did stuff with conviction, even though I knew he didn't want to. Yeah. I mean, he's a goddamn talented actor. He's there's, so there's, good. There's very little he I mean, can't do. A lot, it's sad that he was in that movie. A lot to be said about the fact that he was supposed to die when his character appears to die in force awakens oh, yeah, like at right. the very beginning yeah but he charmed them so much that he mm-hmm. stayed like, in the no, franchise you got it you got it we need you 
um, which was his goal, which is turned out to be a monkey's paw situation uh, for him. <laughs> yeah, but it was it's okay. Yeah. It bums me out though. I would love to see like a Poe Dameron like right. Disney Plus miniseries. Yeah, we'll get bo- we'll so, get books I, about it. I'm sure. You I, know, I, I love him in that role. Yeah, agreed. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'd like to give a shout out to the actors who showed up for uh, Between Two Ferns, the movie. Yeah, <laughs> and played along <laughs> yeah. with some of the most yeah. uncomfortable bits oh. I've ever seen. Some of those could not have been easy. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> his interview with Brie Larson is like he asks her some of the most personal fucking questions in the world, and she is like there. She's like just holding back but then when they do the the outtakes it's so fucking it's such a relief to see her yeah. actually laughing well he's asking stuff like about whether her parents divorce is her fault and stuff like that like, oh, that's literally wow. one of the questions it's one of the holy questions. shit <laughs> so good <laughs> again good job Brie Larson wow. for doing that oh holy my shit. god Oh my god! Yeah, oh, no. uh, Oofa, the one that did the best job of me not knowing whether or not they're in on it or not, even mm. though they all are, was Keanu Reeves. Oh, uh, apparently asked to be in it because he's like a big fan. Yeah, oh, and okay. he was the one where I'm just like, oh, I don't know because this is real mean, and he seems like mm. not into it at <laughs> all. <laughs> <laughs> he's real. He's real, real ticky. <laughs> Good job to the. I, we've talked about this already, but specifically, I think good job to the people that found and built the sets in Midsummer. Yeah, because yeah. we've talked about the cinematography, we've talked about the the score, and those are big keys. But that movie yeah. would not have been good if it didn't feel like it was some kind of an other planet that they yeah, had yeah. walked onto. Like they found the perfect spots to Which make is that movie. Insane because they're like they're fields of grass and yeah, like yeah. it's just it, but the way they yeah, you're right. But I'll say this. I have a feeling that Midsummer's gonna be the kind of movie that if if the best possible thing happens and people actually start praising it enough at the end of the year yeah. to like remember it long term. This is the kind of movie where people are gonna be freeze framing and looking at all of the backgrounds yep. so <laughs> intensely because all of the all of the walls and all of the buildings are so intricately painted with yeah. these little exactly. scenes yeah. with all of they this built. tiny detail it's like amazing I, I bet you anything the, that there's there's a whole story going on in the background that we don't even know there is and i have yet <laughs> to look for it on my rewatch but i guess there's like if you look back in the trees there's faces in the trees oh god, god. like <laughs> oh no <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, um, that's what I've like seen online. Cool, so I'm, cool, I'm, that's cool. I'm, yeah, I'm cool. looking forward to watching that and scaring God myself on a whole new it, level yeah. with that movie. <laughs> so good, good job to the set and production designers seriously. behind Midsummer. Yeah, yeah. seriously. Yep. I'm gonna say good job to the special effects team at Detective Pikachu. Yeah, they oh, made hell. all of those Pokemon yes. look so, so fucking cute. cute. Those yeah. Bulbasaurs. Those Bulbasaurs You're are great. Me with yeah. those Bulbasaurs. I've never thought Bulbasaurs were cute until I saw that movie. <laughs> I'm glad. That, feel. Oh, oh. Hi, that hurt me that you yeah. didn't think they were cute before. <laughs> I know. But now but I'm, I'm here. I'm on board here. now. You're here and that's what counts. It's <laughs> about education. A, it's not about boy. attacking people for what they did in the past. <laughs> <laughs> it's about redemption and you can learn that Bulbasaurs are cute. I was always like, like they, they, they took... It's these character like designs that we've all totally. seen a million times at this point if we've yeah. paid any attention yeah. to Pokemon at all, but they right. managed to make them feel tactile yeah. and feel grounded in a way that it's like, I want to fucking hang out with that fucking Pikachu so bad. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> like so I wanna, fuzzy. I want to I wanna snuggle up and just like talk about my day with that Pikachu. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a fucking yeah. Growlf. There's yeah. a few Growlf oh, yeah. in that yeah. movie that I'm like, dude, like give me that Growlf. I want it. I, I want like, you to be my friend. That's yeah. one of those movies where... So when I was a kid, I had... I, I faked my way through Pokemon fandom <laughs> because all my friends loved it. And I was mm. like, well, maybe if I just, just decide pick, I'm into it, I'll it. get into it. And I, yeah. it, oh. it was a fool's errand. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, 
but like it's weird because like more as an adult i'm like this is actually pretty fun yeah um but i didn't realize how much i wanted to see pokemon just like in a real world setting as i did like when that opening shot happens where you see like the pidgeots or whatever like Mm -hmm. fly over the field and you see all the other pokemon running around like it's like being a part of reality yeah yeah we never see that really in even in the anime no like they're caught. They're battle. Yeah. They're battling each other all the time. The, we don't just get to like see a world where people live with Pokemon. The closest we got was like the janky AR in Pokemon Go. <laughs> 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 oh, that was really bad. I forgot that they tried that. It was fun yep. though, like having a little squirrel yeah, sit it was on your table. Cute. Yeah, it was I mean, we say was that game is still getting played by like amazing. millions yeah. of people yeah. right now. It's the game right of the decade. Right now, it's the game of the decade. I know it's so true, but for me, it's a was. Yeah, it's a was. Oh, it's definitely a it's was. a was. It's a was for me, dog. It's a was for me, dog. Hard was. Was. Hard was. What's uh, the next category? Well, that was it. Wait, no, oh, there was one. More. I still have. I, there's no, there's two more. Two more. Yeah. I still wanted to shout a couple people. Oh, out okay. yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, I wanted to just do a quick shout out. Also, while we're talking to Detective Pikachu, to Bill Nye, who <laughs> became a fan of Pokemon <laughs> because of that, and I just am delighted oh, that's by that. Cute. Yeah, like, I got a Pokedex and everything and studied it. <laughs> yeah, that's very. Adorable. That's great. That's great. Uh, I want to give. Uh, I want to. So this is going to be potentially controversial to some people. Uh-oh. I'm going to say good job to the studio executives who greenlit Jojo Rabbit because apparently oh. they had been wanting to make it or like Taika Waititi had submitted that movie years ago to get made, but there mm. was like no one was willing to play Hitler because uh, like yeah. and Taika Waititi wasn't comfortable with it at the time or yeah. it like okay. hadn't. And so then he went on to make all these other movies and he came back and he's like, can I make this now? And they're like, yeah. Go ahead. And the studio like gave him cover. They let him like have creative freedom to do something that is a tightrope walk of yeah. tone yeah. that I can totally understand people not wanting to. Yeah, for uh, some for some people it didn't work. Yeah, um, which is understandable. It's a it's a hard tone. it's a hard one. But yeah. if if it's if it's something that you're that you want to engage with or that you feel like you might enjoy, it's a it's an incredibly well crafted little movie f- yeah. with. A very difficult subject, and I think uh, I, I think he, it's to the credit of the studio heads that they were like, you know what, let's take a chance. He did something that I've never seen done to a successful degree, which is showing what hate looks like to a child. Oh, um, yeah, that's the whole movie. It's like this kid is fed propaganda his whole life, and like how he interprets that hate versus what that hate actually means are two different things. Mm. Yep. Oh, yeah, um, that's nice. And it's really, really well done, and I think incredibly important. Um, so, yeah, as much as it does bum me out that it doesn't work for some people, I cannot begrudge them for not wanting <laughs> sure. to engage yeah. with that right. kind of yeah. take it's on. Fair. Yeah. It's fair. So good job, Jojo yeah. Rabbit. Good job. And specifically, yeah, I, I think the people that said, here's money. To yeah, make this the people movie. that were like, that we'll is let fair. you do this. Yeah, yeah. and also, I think they're also specifically the people that said, but you have to be the one that plays Hitler. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it was the. I think it was yeah. the studio's note. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think that was the right call completely. Yeah. I think that's that's how that movie can get away with doing something that controversial. <laughs> it helps having somebody with Taika Waititi's background yep. in that role rather than just like uh, yep. some white actor. <laughs> well, and he's able to present yeah. the tone for Hitler that he wants it to be, yeah. where he's like he's dumb and silly, but he's not ineffectual. The thing, yep. the thing that's that a lot of people worried about. I I, I wondered about this too. Is is he going to make Hitler too much of like a like a silly thing where a it's like scamp, yeah, like a likable, like yeah. a likable scamp. Yeah, we don't want but that. it's like he every other line he slips up and says something really horrible, yeah, and like you start to realize like no, he's a monster. Yeah, it's something that like just slipped in from propaganda that JoJo just like absorbed, and yep. so it's just like part of that. But he he'll say stuff that like 
doesn't mean the same thing to Jojo as it does to us mm. watching him say it. And it gets darker and darker yeah. as it goes along. So he's like, he's both silly and dumb and also like incredibly uh, repugnant. Yep. And so it does the does it does the correct job of showing us a very evil character in an unusual way. Yep. Yeah. Um, huh. That is a tightrope walk. It's tough, yeah, man. It's, yeah. Good. But uh, yeah. All right. Those are some good jobs. There good were job. probably sure. others. A lot, oh, yeah. A lot I guarantee that a lot of people did a good job. <laughs> a lot of people did a lot of good jobs in movies this year. Yeah. But, let, but we have to move on because we've only got we so sure much do. time on this earth and we have to talk about our favorite performances. I feel like we have. It's those. I mean, I will also say Sarsha Ronan. Sersha Ronan. Is it Sersha? Sersha. Thank you. Thank you. Sersha Ronan in Little Women moved me a lot. Uh, I think she plays yeah. earnest, earnest but uh, idealistic yeah. extremely well. Yeah. So she was like the perfect person to play Joe, and she nailed it. She like, fucking oh. Her punching Timothy Chalamet in the arm is <laughs> <That's> so <laughs> like good. such a small moment, but it honestly made the whole movie for me for yeah. her. Like, I as much that as I loved Luke. her in the whole thing. Like, yeah. That moment, I was like, that, yeah, that is it. why I love this. Yeah. And Florence in that one as well. But yeah, but Florence Pew 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 Pew, especially in <laughs> Midsummer. Like I think yeah. that we've already kind of t- covered that she could win best actor for that. She should. She and should. should maybe. Yeah. But like that was my favorite as well. Yeah. Like it was yeah. a absolute maybe not delight to watch, but I was captivated no. the entire time and I was yeah. like, You are doing work. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It, it's so good. <laughs> um, uh I'm gonna say the entire ensemble of Parasite. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, but I'm like I said, I previously highlighted the new faces, the the younger the younger actors. I'm also gonna include uh, Song Kong Ho, of course, as the lead, uh, as the father figure of the yep. family who's been in like all of Bong Joon Ho's movies, who's been in a lot of other uh, popular Korean films. Yeah, he's probably the most recognizable face of of the film. Yeah, yep, for American audiences, yeah. and he is he is putting so much emotion and heart into into especially the later part of the movie yeah um it's it's a really impressive turn and for for a movie that shifts in tone quite a bit several times all of the performances line up really well it's really well done mm-hmm. um willem dafoe in the lighthouse fucking willem dafoe in the lighthouse fucking is so fucking willem good willem honestly dafoe. him and robert pattinson are both great in that both movie. great but man, man fucking willem <laughs> dafoe has some monologues where you're like what i love about the writing of that movie uh, and the performances is that they both get these meaty ass monologues that are so completely different from each other yeah like all of mm. willem dafoe's are like poetic like ridiculous old sea captain shit yeah and then robert pattinson's just like a working class dick bag who's just like <laughs> just like hey man fuck you <laughs> like he's just angry it's like his whole thing i'm is just, trying yeah it's seriously and he's like he's not he doesn't have the florid prose he doesn't have the flowery language he's just like and he's just mad <laughs> but he does it so well yeah yeah and willem dafoe huh. is oh my god he's on another level in this movie <laughs> uh, just the and like i I can't remember where I'd heard the term. Maybe like, I want to say Alan Wake or something. <laughs> um, but like the term like wiki or like wiki man, like somebody that works a lighthouse. Or maybe oh. that was Bioshock. Maybe I heard it in Bioshock at some point. Maybe. But anyway, I just, oh. I love how, I just love hearing Willem Dafoe say wiki. Yeah. <laughs> With all your false goof. Wiki. Uh, man. Uh, also way more uh, farts in the lighthouse than I was anticipating. Uh, in the sense that there 100%. were any and yeah. there were a lot. Uh, maybe There's maybe about, 
100 to 300 percent more farts than I was expecting. <laughs> that's pretty accurate. Yeah, that's that. That's fair. Yeah. Um, Lupita Nyong'o and us. I was just gonna say okay, her. Yeah. Yes. No. No. Lupita we agree. Yeah. And I, us. I think it happened so long ago again that it's like harder to remember. But like, what an incredible performance! Yeah. Holy shit. Yep. I okay. So that movie uh, didn't like have like the resonant like spookiness that like some horror movies do where like uh in like a dark room like a thought will come up or something like that it didn't have that Mm -hmm. for me so much but i was listening to a best of i think that um like best of the year that like slash film cast did on their podcast and they were playing sound clips for movies they were talking about and they play her monologue explaining who she is when she first meets the family and sitting in the living room yeah and just hearing the audio of that in my room in the dark freaked me the fuck out it's It's terrifying the way she doesn't project yeah is i'm getting like actual chills like right now because this is a great year for horror movies i think seriously like they've read i think the horror movie like genre has reconfigured and now like the trailers i'm seeing for horror movies this year i think this is gonna be the year of horror movies i think so because there's not much else to look forward to this (laughs) (laughs) maybe maybe Um, you're right but yeah definitely yeah agreed Mm -hmm. yeah lupita florence I mean, uh, pretty much everybody in, in us, but yeah, I mean, uh, Caitlin Deaver point, and Beanie Feldstein. Yeah, I was going to say they they also amazing. Caitlin Deaver in particular in Booksmart, um, because mm-hmm. it was the first time I'd seen her in anything. But but what I love about her, and, and as much as I love Beanie Feld, Feldstein too, she deserves all the credit in the world because she's so much fun in that movie. The, Caitlin Deaver, her character arc in that film spoke yeah. to me in so many different ways, and I I I just wanted to watch her. I could watch her do that, play that character all day. I yeah. mean, she's just so human and mm-hmm. and fun and sweet and also like and smart but conflicted. Book and she's smart. and she's book smart. <laughs> she uh, she's great. And and then the two of them working off of each other, complimenting each other. Yeah. when on their outfits yeah. was some of the funniest, <laughs> the, some like, of the hardest laughs I got all year. <laughs> aggressive compliments moments. might be my new favorite thing. It's <laughs> like, so good. <laughs> Who told you you could be this beautiful? <laughs> Who told you you could take my breath away? <laughs> so good. So good. So fucking good. Uh, David, do you have any others? I, I mean, not notable ones. I think mm. I think those are the ones. It's like, it's Beanie, it's Florence, it's Lupita. Yeah. I I don't think we talked about it this category, um, but I already brought them up. Taron Edgerton is Elton John and Rocketman. Oh, sure. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Just crushes A it. very impressive performance. And just, yeah. yeah, so good. Uh, the entire ensemble of Knives Out. Yes. Yeah, actually. Is, is Daniel Craig, I think, even though a lot of people were like, his accent's not great. I was like, that's kind of what I like that's about That's kind of what I love about it. He's fucking exactly. great. Yeah, he and just, they mock it throughout the movie. He like, was it, having so much fun. Yeah. Yes. And that totally donut. came through the screen. <laughs> like, he that donut shit alone. Yeah, oh, the donut. <laughs> uh, donut I, the way his eyes get wide when he first says the word donut, like it's just like like he surprised the word surprised the word came out of his mouth. So perfect. Yeah, but he was having so much fun. Just his his dumb little body sitting in the background plinking that piano. Like I just or the first time oh, Anna Armas throws up and he goes, "Oh my!" Yeah. He like yeah. he's genuinely yeah. like, "Oh I shit!" You were speaking figuratively. Oh, I did not yeah. think you were speaking. He, yeah. There's a lot to love about Knives Out, but I think he's the one from that movie that I enjoyed watching the most. Although, yeah. what was the lead woman's name? Ana de Armas. Ana de Armas. Thank you. Yes, also very good. She, so good. she yeah. did a, a great job. Yeah, and I'm I can't glad wait to see what she does. Yes, I'm so glad that she's getting more work after, uh, after yeah, baby. she had a big, big role in uh, Blade Runner 2049. Yeah, right. I'm hoping uh, she doesn't get... Uh, 
Bond girls the way that Bond girls usually do in the new Bond movie because that's yeah. her next. Uh, big hopefully movie. not, but hopefully yeah, not, that is a knows. fair I, concern. Yeah, I I do have hope that Fuel Bridge uh, did rewrites for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully some of that stuff that Skyfall fucked up hard, yeah, uh, will get fixed. God, please. Yep. I've spent way too much of my life complaining about some of the sexist shit in Skyfall. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or um, maybe not enough. Yeah. Which is a bummer because that could have been the best Bond movie. <laughs> yep, it might still be, but it is. Yeah. I think it is. It's that's what sucks about. Yep, it. that's too bad. <laughs> that's yeah. the case. I'm gonna just let's just real quick. Few more favorite performances. Just rattle them off. Yep, just rattle them off. We got uh, we got Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio in Once Upon a yes. Time in Hollywood is so good. He's, I want to hang out with those two, like those two characters specifically. Yes, Leo is doing. Like, people can shit on Leo. I don't know. People have weird takes on Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. He's having, I feel like he's having a lot of fun in this, this movie. Yeah, this is the yeah. first time I've seen him have fun in a long time. Because he's been, like, mm-hmm. literally torturing himself for an Oscar. Yeah. yeah. And now he's finally like, I can have fun again. Yeah. <laughs> that scene, the scene where he's doing that that take for that Western movie, <sighs> and they, like... And that girl goes up to him and like it's in the trailer and yeah. she like tells him that was some of the best acting I've ever seen and he like gets really choked up about it. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> he starts <laughs> crying. <laughs> it's it's so fucking it's funny. Great. It's great. That it's that so scene funny. that he shares with her where he's just reading his book and oh, she's saying yeah. to him, so fucking good. And she's great too. That yeah. little girl, whoever yeah. that person is, is yeah. great. Yeah, good job and also surprising performances and blah blah blah. And new that. faces on <laughs> that little girl. <laughs> uh okay. Uh I think it's time. For our favorite Let's movies go. of the year. Yeah. Oh, it's that easy. Yeah. Can I say it? Florence Pugh? Yeah. yeah. She's my favorite. Can I just say, <laughs> can just, I say her? Just watching Florence Pugh. Yeah, Florence stuff. Yeah. Pugh show. Just, just watching her. Do stuff. Just Pugh stuff. stuff. Pugh yeah. stuff. Pew, pew, pew. Pew, pew, pew. pew, 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 pew. Yeah. So how do we, so how would we like the to Florence convey this? Because I, I, I don't have like a, I mean, I technically do have a numbered list, but I don't like mm. doing that. I have a, I have a numbered list, but only to keep track of how many that i numbered that's not in an order uh, okay. of yeah. any sort of there's no like significance to when a movie's yeah. on my list just that it's on there is the yeah. goal for us to come to a consensus or is the goal i don't know i think personal tops i was really excited we just about round robin it for a minute okay. yeah i, I have then, a top 10 with an 11 because i don't think 1917 is a 2019 movie mm. <laughs> mm. yeah <laughs> it's, yeah i can mm. definitely understand that argument this is our favorite movies. Yeah, yes. I can start since yeah. mine are going to be ones that you will also say. Yeah, uh, okay. Midsummer, Little Women, and Booksmart. Yes, those yep. are my three. Absolutely. Like I, I could you know I could say other ones, but like those are the ones that made me the most in love with them. Yes. So I think that makes them my favorite movies. Absolutely. So, yep, for sure. Um, do you want me just to run through the list quick or yeah how okay. about yeah why don't we just do like the whole list and then we can just talk about mm-hmm. okay um, so mine uh, again in no order <laughs> uh, book smart little women Avengers Endgame Rocket Man Us Parasite Jojo Rabbit Knives Out Once Upon a Time in Hollywood Midsummer, and 1917 as a 2020 addendum film <laughs> <laughs> yeah excellent yeah. excellent uh, yeah I, I mean very similar Parasite book smart Knives Out Midsummer, 1917, uh, Little Women, uh, Avengers Endgame, The Farewell, ah. The Lighthouse, Ready or Not. Uh, I f- put Jojo Rabbit in as well. I'm debating whether Uncut Gems is ever going to make it up there. 
It's honorable mention for I think it's solidly in the honorable mentions for me. I think that's fair. <laughs> I think that's fair. That's where I've got it in mind too. Yeah. Um yeah, those those are those are my favorite movies this year. Mm. Um other movies that we haven't talked about yet that I would like to just give brief shout outs to cuz they're not going to get attention no. and you know the mm. other way. Happy Death Day to you. Yes. Oh shit, yeah. Yes. I'm glad we mentioned that at least once on this show yes, cuz that game, that movie is really fun. Yeah. Yeah, way more fun than it's good <laughs> than it gets credit for. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I'm going to say I'm going to say Tolkien's okay. Mm-hmm. Tolkien has Tolkien's some really okay. good elements. Uh, Brightburn was surprisingly pretty good. Nice. Oh. Uh, the Highwaymen actually ended up being better than I expected. Uh, it was on Netflix. Um, I thought that was going to be dad movie to the max. Yeah, Kevin Costner feature, right? Yep. Yeah, Kevin so Costner. Straight oh, to the dad yeah, bin. Yeah. Exactly. But it's actually <laughs> pretty good. Sweet. Huh. So uh, is Waterworld. Nobody talks about that. That's... No one talks about Waterworld <laughs> no being good? No one talks about Waterworld This is an interesting good. stand we're going to be... Uh, <laughs> taking apart here in a second uh and then uh john wick three and once upon a time in hollywood also sort of made my mm-hmm. honorable mentions rocket man yeah. also uh high on that list actually yeah. the highest i think of my honorable mentions yeah and honestly yeah ready or not could be swapped out with a few uh with a few on my list it's just a ready good year for movies yeah because like ready or not should be on my list of favorites <laughs> yeah um but yeah yeah it's hmm. Yeah, it was it was a very good year. There's a lot of people that complain about this year, but I feel like those people just maybe didn't dig. Like you're, I don't know. This this year did require work. Yeah, I feel like. a lot of the big movies this year kind of sucked. Yeah, or like there uh, weren't as many I good see. big movies. Yeah, this year. like you really had to kind of go out of your way to see stuff that people weren't seeing, like Booksmart and sure uh, other which movies. A lot of people didn't see, which is very frustrating. Very frustrating because yeah. it's very good. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's like movies. My like my list, a lot of these movies that are on there are movies that I never would have thought would have been in my top ten. Like I could have, oh, I, I could have oh, believed okay. that like I would have enjoyed them. Yeah. But like, uh, if somebody had told me that like, probably in the top five of my top ten would be like Rocket Man, mm. uh, Little Women, and Booksmart, I would have been like, that seems pretty crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But they are. Like but they are. Huh. This is a very surprising year. Yeah, yeah, it's that's very cool. good. I think it's indicative of the fact that the first time I saw a trailer for Booksmart, it was in theaters, and I remember when it started thinking because I got it mixed up with that uh, that Anne Hathaway Rebel Wilson movie, oh, the uh, Hustle, the Hustle oh, for shit. a second. The, yeah. Like when it first started, I was like, "Oh, is this that?" And then it was doing some stuff, and I was like, "Oh no!" And then the jokes happened, and I was like, "Shit, that's actually really funny." <laughs> <laughs> shit, that's funny too. Is this movie going to be good? Right. And then I saw it, and I, I mean, I, it's probably my one of my favorite movies I've ever watched. Mm. I'm so fucking happy that it exists. Yeah. It brings me so much joy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this was a, definitely a year where a lot of things I yeah. didn't expect ended up like <laughs> the lighthouse. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I still remember back when uh, like festival season was going on and all the blogs and stuff were talking about the different movies they saw and they mentioned movies like the lighthouse and I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. A two person movie in a square <laughs> aspect ratio about a lighthouse. I was like, God, that sounds like a fucking slog. <laughs> and in yeah. some ways it is, but for the best in the best possible <laughs> way. Um this year it could also be defined as the year of oh man, I really love this movie. And then somebody saying, like, oh, should I see it? And me going, bah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I actually did that a couple times with Midsummer. Mid- uh, Midsummer, uh like Uncut Gems is one that I I mean, I guess that's easy to recommend because everybody's recommending it, but I guess for me, I'm just kind of like, it's well made. Yeah. Um, no, it's it's a hard movie to get through. It's 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 a difficult movie. I, it's that was my problem with it. Really? It, I don't think it's a difficult movie. I just think it's, 
I th- I think I a lot of it is personal in that uh, I feel like it's probably the most hyperbolically overhyped movie mm. um, of the year. There has been a lot of hype on it. Yeah, like way over the top. Yep. Um, and I think that hurt it for me anyway. Mm-hmm. But shit, there was another. There's another one uh, where. I loved it, but recommending it's hard. Oh, Lighthouse for sure. Yeah, yeah for right. sure. Yeah, like, couch recommendation. Yeah, I can't. Mm-hmm. I can't recommend that movie to anyone. Yeah. But I love it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I can't recommend it to anyone, but I love it. And I think well, the, like the opposite is true. Of I guess there are some people in the world, like parents of mine, that I wouldn't tell to watch Booksmart. Yeah, but pretty much anyone I meet on the street, I'm going to be like, "Hey, watch this." Yep. And the same is true of Little Women. Yes. Those two are like the ones that I would literally tell everyone, like, see this. It's, like it's drop good. What you're doing. See it. Like, this is good and you will like it's it like probably. You have preconceived notions. Yeah. But hang those up and uh-huh. go see it because it's not what you yeah. think. And maybe not with Midsummer and Us <laughs> and maybe yeah. not with The Lighthouse yep. or Parasite <laughs> or The Farewell or something that might have more difficult themes in it. But Knives Out, honestly, too. That's a pretty yeah. easy popcorn recommendation. Oh, like, yeah. Who doesn't love that shit? Honestly, yeah. like, I think. That is such an easy litmus test for me. Like, mm. if somebody didn't like that movie, like, I'm not, I try not to be somebody that says, like, your opinions, sure. like, on movies define you, but if you didn't like Knives Out, you're, su- like you're suspect. Movies? Do they yeah. like watching you didn't even movies? at least think it's good. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you, for whatever reason, thought that Knives Out was somehow a bad movie. Yeah, you're suspect. Like, I, I yeah. Suspect. Yeah. I don't tend to, I don't tend to truck with the good, bad binaries if I can avoid it. I mean, yeah. obviously, with this whole episode is just us doing that, but, yeah. like, that's whatever. Um, it's just like, there, there are some opinions that are just dumb. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, it's um, it's, it's true. Uh, it's 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 yeah. It's a true. It's a true. Also, I love everything David just said, but I do really want to make sure that we don't let go of the fact that he said uh, some people like parents of mine. Uh, <laughs> that's a way to phrase that. Yeah. But I don't think they would like Booksmart, so I, I don't want to tell them to watch it. That's, no, it. that's some people yeah. like parents of mine. Like some well, parents of mine. Oh, brother that's of my, mine. That's my holiday interactions at home. It's yeah. like, oh, what movies have you seen? Because like, <laughs> that's the only thing that they know how to talk to me about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you're like, these, you shouldn't watch them. <laughs> these are like, oh, how is that? I'm like, well, you won't like it, but it's one of the best things I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God. So, <laughs> yeah, no, that's exactly that's. Yeah, there's but, been a lot of that for sure. Yeah, um, and you know, it's. I don't know what else to say. There's just been some really. There have been a few really good movies yeah. that I'm really excited uh, that uh, exist. I'm glad that I got to see them. I think more so than any year in a long time. I'm trying to just be like, you know what? I am happy that I watched these movies and that I get yeah. to watch them. And if everyone else doesn't like them as much as I do, that sucks. But it's also fine. It's this, fine. this movie, or this movie, uh, <laughs> this <laughs> this year of movies, uh, I think more than any years that I can think of off the top of my head, uh, made me stretch uh, what kind of movies that I enjoy oh, cool. and what I enjoy about certain yeah. kinds of movies. Like it just, I think it was it challenged me more as a viewer and it was very fruitful for it uh, mm. than like previous years. More nice. A lot of years it's just very easy to pick a uh, top 10 that are like very like predictable or we've seen this before, but it's done very well this way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but this one, like there are genres I didn't think I was going to get super into that I was. And I don't know. It's, it was a very That's rewarding cool. creatively year. Yeah. Uh-huh. C- can I yeah. say the movie that unlocked the, the most of that for me this year was uh, ready or not? Yeah. Cause I didn't know anything uh-huh. about it. 
And then you were like, let's go see Ready or Not. I was like, okay. And so we went and <laughs> we're at the theater. And I saw the poster and I was like, oh no. Yeah. Um, oh, the poster oh, no. for the digital release is awful really yeah oh, at, like you'll see the poster for digital release like why didn't they keep the poster for the, uh, yeah, for the theatrical? Yeah, when, when, after seeing the movie the poster's like oh that's cool yeah it's awesome but, <laughs> but then yeah um but so when that movie ended up charming me like really fast i was like oh fuck now i need to just stop expecting things when i go to the movies i need <laughs> yeah. to stop knowing what i'm gonna feel about something before yeah I this kind of was a really good year of just like breaking down bad habits yeah like bad viewing habits mm. um yeah it's a really weird good year mm-hmm. for movies for movies <laughs> for, for movies. movies thank you all so much for listening this has been a great year for me personally on the podcast and in movies <laughs> and um, in movies uh just in those particular areas and no others uh <laughs> and i couldn't have done any of this without you guys thank you guys so much for doing this with me Thank you I'm for so it excited a thing. to do more stuff with you this year. And uh, after this is the best of. After this is going to be the best of for the forty or no through the thirties because we're coming up on episode fifty. Yeah, and so it's going to be episode thirty through f- uh, thirty-one through forty, I believe, is the next best of okay. that I'll be putting together. Yes. Um, so so keep an ear out for that and then we'll be back with uh, with our regularly scheduled programming I don't know what movie we're going to be covering first but we are going to figure that out hell yeah. yeah sorry it's been a while but holidays and all that you get it yeah, yeah it's been tough every podcast doesn't do good things over the holidays it's yeah, fine that... every podcast doesn't do good things over the holidays some people like parents of mine <laughs> some people like parents of mine don't do good things over the every holidays yes 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 well David I think uh, the only way to close out 2019 is the way that we close out every week of the podcast in 2019. <laughs> so this will define the year. This yeah. is Yes. You know what? Here's what it is. <laughs> this sentence is going to summarize the year 2019. <laughs> Take it away, David. An aging beast hurts the whatever bird. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Contextual Deviance. You can find more information about us online at our website, contextualdeviance.wordpress.com. You can tweet at us at textdeviance. You can email us at contextualdeviance at gmail.com. Thanks to Minneapolis's own The Badman for the use of their song Gun Tonic off the album Ain't Clean. This has been Contextual Deviance. My name is Christian Hagen, and have a nice day. Have a nice day! <laughs>